money up. Bitch, if I crash, get another trip. I'm in my bag, I'ma fuck it up. It'll get bad if you fuck with us. Back to back, bag, need another truck. When I talk cash, she'll open up. She'll fuck fast when I'm blowing up. You ain't gon' last, you ain't going up. That ain't no cash when you fold it up. Yeah, I learn fast, you don't know enough. Fuckin' bird bags, you don't own enough. Bro, I up fast, block going up. You ain't on that, niggas hoin' up. I ain't on cash, but I'm loadin' up. When I'm on top, niggas showin' up. When I'm down bad, niggas foldin' up. When you down bad, pick the money up. Stuff. You know when you coming up, they don't wanna see you, but they love you when you running up. I'm toxic, but she know the money gotta coming back. Say you hate the games, I be playing, but you running back on a money run, getting paid, run a hundred laps, stacking money up in my closet, a hundred racks. Team meeting green, baby, love the way I'm dressing. Focused on the goal, ain't no room for me to stress it. Niggas missing shots, it ain't worth it, me addressing. Look at me like a god, they can't wait for me to bless it, and I gotta make a move, baby, make it good, baby girl, I gotta make a bag. I'm Make it up. It's a problem. I'ma see about it when I take it up. If it ain't no room up in my pocket, I ain't making up. So you know. I can tell you ain't the type to pick your mans up. If you try to heat my nigga block, he pick the fans up. Man, cause you ain't get a thousand views. I like get your fans up. Nigga really got a hundred shoes and we they fans up. Swear this shit ain't none to me. Bitch, to fuck me up, she had me questioning what love is. Lick that nigga head with this candy bitch rewilder. Swear that I ain't heard from them niggas in a while now. I've been down bad, moved up and I ain't mad with no money up. Nigga like fast, better run it up City so cold, got a bundle of love We'll take fast, you to run it up We ain't down back in the money up Nigga like fast, better run it up City so cold, got a bundle of love We'll take fast, you to run it up When you down back in the money up Nigga like fast, better run it up Yeah, 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 yeah Shout out to Ace Cabana. Shout out to Cameron Tyler. Shout out to Figure the Kid. Them niggas hard. Yeah, those motherfuckers. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of Layback Ass Podcast. It's your man, Figure the Kid, aka. Boyan balls on your bitch, the Serbian slut slayer, aka blackpeoplemeet.com. I got it for you. Just hit me up on my app, baby. I'm sitting here with your man's GS the Dream, aka Sean Sounds, aka Captain Cloudsville. And man, I'm really just Cameron Tyler in this bitch. That's crazy. AKA Cameron, Cameron Tyler V, aka Cameron Tyler that do videos. I, I don't do videos, but yeah, aka Cameron Tyler that do videos, but I don't do videos. AKA, AKA Bam. <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. And uh, as usual, behind the camera, we got. What up? It's J Dub. You know, Wedding Entertainment. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's where we coming to you. <coughs> he said it before I could. Wedding Entertainment. We don't have a drop for it. We're going to make a drop for it. It's going to be like, Wedding Entertainment. We're going to make it. You know, <coughs> 
I woke up today, I made like four drops for a radio station. So <laughs> I feel like I can definitely make you something for. Oh, yeah, bro. I have my own studio. Just let me know what you want it to sound like. I got you. I want you to make it. I don't. You put your. Hey, own what's touch going on? on? This your man G. Yet. Let's make it happen. You gonna be like. You gonna be like. Facts. It's your man GS the dream. <laughs> you ain't give me the yetto. Like I can't I can't come in with go, the yetto. Come out the end. Facts. It's your man GS the dream. We coming to you live from Whiten Entertainment. Yetto. <laughs> Hold on. You gotta say something about a cloud. What you gonna say? Dang. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. We on the cloud still, and we on the cloud still in Cloudsville. Yetto. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Glad y'all think so highly of me and my skill set. That's crazy. That's your radio drop right there. Send that to everybody. You on but no, I, I did a lot of those still. this morning. I literally, like, I went crazy. So, I got you. For real. Yeah. Use your imagination, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll be happy with it. You doing graphic design yet, bro? Um, I do uh, graphic design when I don't feel like paying somebody for a cover. You got an iPad? I do not have an iPad. iPad and an Apple Pen, bro. That take your graphic design from any level of difficulty to one. (laughs) 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 Shit just become instantly easy. Shit is not hard no more. You just pissed off a lot of graphic designers right there. Uh, You promoted the hell out of Apple. That's it. That's all I need in my life. You're not going to make nothing like extremely difficult. You're not going to come in here and do nothing. Nah, I'm going straight to mixtape. You can take your photo cover, turn it to black and white. You know what I'm saying? And then put put some fine on it. And then nah. you go put a parental I'm photoshopping everybody in clouds. Everything going to look like obituaries. That's about what... All, oh, no, not that. I was going to say, that's about what all my covers look like. I was talking about what Fig was talking about, though. Not, uh, not you. Nah, <laughs> nah. Not no obituaries. I'm putting everybody in clouds. It's going to look like obituaries. And I'm putting their release date on there. And everybody going to be like, dang. <laughs> dang. He died in... This August? Like, this nigga ain't even... Can I get it a, ain't August yet. Alternative covers? <laughs> it ain't even August yet. How is it? I'm thinking about making some alternative covers for the album, but I just don't know what, what I'm what route I'm going to go with. Uh, I got I some, some ideas, ideas for you, but I don't want to tell you on the, on the yeah. camera. We, we'll talk. I just had some ideas, I'm going to drop an album Definitely with three different ideas. covers. I'm going to drop, I'm gonna drop some, 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 some covers, and I'm going to, you know... I'm, I'm not gonna be the official cover until I drop the real official cover. Spotify I'm gonna just keep dropping official things. covers until the real one drop. That's fair. You feel me? And then you can do limited runs. Like if you do the the bonus situation you was talking about, you have so many with one cover, so many with a different cover. That'd mm. be gangster. That'd be crazy. Then you get into NFTs. And then I get into NFTs and I sell my covers for a hundred million dollars. Then I go buy some AMC stock. Man. Is that still popping right now? What do you mean still popping? Invest man, this is not this is not financial advice, but I'm just saying squeeze is I mean AMC was a bubble. Right? AMC a bubble? It's a squeeze. Call it what it is. It's a squeeze. I mean it's I mean even but honestly, even if it's a squeeze, it's like is, it, is, that, is that is that really something that well look obviously I'm not gonna talk on it no no we are gonna talk about it. it I don't wanna speak on it no because, because if you confused about it the people is I'm not, confused I'm not about confused it about it. Com- I'm, you I'm, calling it a bubble it's a squeeze it fits the definition of a bubble it's a you squeeze. wanna call it a squeeze that, a that's squeeze. arguable but you but you can't say it doesn't fit the definition of what a bubble is it's a squeeze it's not a bubble it's a difference so so AMC is not an inflated stock to you. Um, because that's the definition of a bubble, an inflated stock. 
I would say that it stuck that's artificially inflated. It's 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 inflated, but it is also devalued. It has also been devalued and shorted to at exorbitant amounts. So I mean, sure, it's on both be, ends of the spectrum. I mean, yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. And but. because and because of because of the fact that it's been shorted so much, it's not just like any regular old bubble that somebody is just investing money in because other people are investing. No, it's because they have to pay back those shorts and the in the price of the stock. I mean, but you got it. Go you, you but you got to admit. I mean, what I'm talking to you about is the bubble. I mean, yeah, I I I know that. I know that at the end of the day that it was ridiculously shorted. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah, but that's my point. But the difference between the difference between between the squeeze between the squeeze and a bubble is they have to pay back the shorts. If it's not shorted, they paid. And it's just a bubble. What you say? At 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 the hike of each bubble, because there was there was a couple of them. At the hike of each one, they 100 percent were paid back their shorts. They definitely did not pay back any of their shorts. They have paid back the interest on their shorts. They haven't paid back any shorts. They are they oh they if they pay back any of the shorts, they would be out of fucking they would be the company would go under. In fact, a hedge fund just went under today because they shorted GME and they couldn't they couldn't stay afloat anymore. Since from January's from from when they squoze in January. I mean the point the point that I'm making is that the people who are betting like who are who are betting Losses on these companies are losing money. Yeah, but right now they only—it's unrealized losses. It's not realized losses because they haven't. Are you sure? Because the niggas was crying. Well, they paying back the interest on it, and it's all—it's unrealized because they haven't paid back any shorts yet. Are you? I'm sure. Okay. Is—is my under—is my—is my understanding that these hedge funds and all that ridiculously short of the company and have sp- specifically lost ridiculous amounts of money? And not earned anything on their investments as yeah, a result un- of the bubble at AMC. The the thing is, they've lost Which money paying cool. back the interest on the shorts. So yes, they're consistently paying back interest on the shorts, but they they haven't lost the money on the shorts yet because it's unrealized. They haven't they haven't paid back the shorts yet. They, so it's like not being able to touch the capital, but you're yeah, paying on that. It's like it's like I have money invested in AMC. And my money is my. I've made a bunch of money on it, but I haven't sold, so I don't really have the money yet. It's unrealized. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I haven't really made the money until I sell the stock. But, okay. But but multiple hedge funds have sold their shorts or abandoned. Um. Shorts. Maybe. I I I know that so it, part, right? it has been shorted. Oh, it's still shorted at least. It's shorted between right now seventy five million and a and a hundred million sh- shares. Between seventy five million and a hundred million shares. All right, well, my little justice people, I fuck with y'all. Let's uh, I guess let's just blow these bubbles up. I fuck with it. I mean, if you invest or don't invest, the, the squeeze is coming regardless. I mean, I, I just want everybody to make money. I mean, I fuck with it at the end of the day, but overall, it's, it's just, it's, I fuck with it at the end of the day. I I, 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 I I support people investing in it because the more shares that people, that regular people have, the less shares that are available for the hedge funds to buy back in order to pay back their shorts with. I got another question. So the price that. is only going to go up that much more. Do you feel like, I'm serious about this one. Do you feel like uh, our efforts could be better focused on on different kinds of stuff? Okay, let's think about it like this. Okay, look. So AMC. There's a reason that AMC was ridiculously shorted. Right. The reason why is because 
everyone seems to understand. It's almost like when you, I almost want to talk about like when you're making legal money, but you also make your illegal money. So you just mix the basket to make it all look legal. <coughs> like AMC is this company that was ridiculously shorted, but it was ridiculously shorted because they knew that everyone else also knew that AMC's business model is a failing business model. Right. So I think that was the theory that they were taking advantage of. But that's still true, right? right. So n- when it comes to taking power away from the big guy, yeah. I mean, is this a battle that at the end of the day? Here's, here's the problem with it. it. I have no issue with shorting the company. If you want to bet that a company is going to fail, by all means, go do it, right? But it's a whole other thing if you short a company and then take alleged, because I don't want to get sued over here, illegal action to make the company fail to ensure that you'll make a bunch of money off your your bet. I think it was illegal, but and that's that, just and my that, opinion. But that's the problem. You can't sue me for that. I mean, that's sue me for my opinion. But that's the legal problem. Legal as hell. Though. That's the problem. If you sure go ahead and short the company, but don't try to ensure that don't make don't do this illegal shit to make the company fail to make you make money because these are people's jobs at stake. If they gonna crash and burn on their own. That's that's just a part of the game. But people's livelihoods are at stake here. People who work at the fucking counters there, you know what I'm saying, support their families off working from AMC. You said fuck them, fuck their jobs. I just you want to make some money as a hedge fund. Fuck you. I agree with what's going on, but I just think that's sparking new levels of thought in me that it should spark. I mean, not to say that. I'm, I, I think it should spark a new level of thinking in people, in which is like, okay, so, so now that we know that this works, there's multiple giant new industries right now that we could take the stronghold on as far as holding on to the shares of these companies and the shares of these industries as a whole. Yeah, I think we got a... Entirely. But but this is a new level because we don't have the advantage of taking advantage of, of the company being shorted. So what we really would be doing is just buying overwhelming levels of stock and just holding it. Right. Not really knowing how much we'd make in the end. Right. Which that which that's the that's the that's the risk. That's the big that's the risk here. There's less risk if you know a company has been shorted exorbitant insane amounts. Like if you were short a stock so crazy that if you if you had to pay it back that this is like it's going to skyrocket like GameStop did, then it's it's damn near a sure thing. It's just about how long can you hold out. But on these industries right here, there are there's more it's, there's it's real more risk, risk at play. But nobody, where's that money coming from? But the power, yeah, the, the power, power the, power, the power there can be crazy. But it's also about who <coughs> are you bringing together? Because if you're trying to bring together the people on on Reddit who support an AMC to do this. They don't share the same values as you. They these are conservatives too. You know, but, what I'm saying? I mean, who just want to make a buck. Who just focused on feeding their family. They, they, these ain't people who gonna share the same political. I think view a lot of I thought know. a lot of the people in there understood the overall goal here, though. I feel like the overall goal was just was just to overpower the corporate greed system. At the yeah. end of the day, and and this yeah, was just a it, method of doing it. Yeah, but it's also you know if you start feeding into like if you start adding context behind it, people gonna either there are folks who gonna support it, and then there's folks who gonna not support it. Once you start adding context behind it, like let's go let's go all invest in this company 
if somebody was like, if somebody was to say, oh yeah, let's go all invest in this. Even if, all it takes is really one person. It's like, let's say you make a, a Reddit thread that say, yo, let's make this company jump. It's going to go crazy. And then one person comments and says, oh yeah, it's black owned. They want to do that for this, that, and the other. And then a huge, large portion of that community who's just conservative and don't want that, you know, don't want to support black owned companies will rally against it, which will kind of defeat the purpose. So it's like you have to, build these communities within the sub uh communities that already exist like we have to build this same movement that's going on on reddit just build it within our own communities i get it the practicals are difficult um you know one of the things that comes to my mind is like okay so like weed is a, a great example you know one of the biggest concerns with legal weed is the corporate takeover of weed right mm-hmm. But a lot of people in the industry recognize that that doesn't, that doesn't have to happen necessarily like that, but it just takes ridiculous levels of power, like people having to get together. And um, that's what they're working on doing. But, yeah, they're running into the same practicals that you're talking about right now in reference to the weed industry. But then on top of that, I think about all the other shit. I think about energy, right, because the energy is going to transform. Obviously, we're not going to rely on oil at some point. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Mean, it- but I think about space. I mean, the space industry is going to go insane. The amount of just, just the amount of, I mean, private space travel, the amount of satellites. I mean, it's like, I mean, there's just, I don't I think these are industries that are safe to allow these kind of people to hold on to. I listened to a really good podcast about Venus recently, and it was a, uh, oh, Facts with Fig. Bring that back real quick. Yeah. Um, Venus used to be, um, as from my understanding, maybe I could be wrong, and I just heard wrong on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I took what they said wrong. But it used to be a nice planet. Like, it used to look like Earth. I so feel like I'm familiar with that, global, but... Like, yeah. Like, like for carbon-based? Yeah, like, it carbon. wasn't... But it, over time, something happened to Venus, and I don't remember exactly what happened to it, but it fucked it up to the point where it's not even possible for Earth to, like, life to live there and if you go to the surface of Venus, you'll you'll die instantly, type shit. And and they say it's a it's a it's a possible outlook for what could happen to the Earth. Looking at what studying the Venus, they say studying you know the Venus. Um, was it just like a mix of things over time? Or do you feel like was it like one giant event? Uh, I think it was a mix of thing over time. I th- it might have been like something hit the fucking motherfucker, but I don't remember. Um, <laughs> so like, fuck out there. But I know I think the, I think the day there is longer than the year there. Shit like that. So that's pretty. Okay, crazy. wait a second. Wait a second. What do you mean I like a day? This is levels of thinking. Now. Year there, like. Yeah, like a day there is longer than a year there. Like a trip around the sun. Yeah, like a, the time it takes for it to rotate. Right, is make a full rotation is longer than the time it takes the trip to, to travel around the sun. Around okay. The sun. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's that's out of whack as fuck. Yeah. So you're saying they used to not crazy. have those kind of physics? They think that either at some point, as we have this conversation, I keep remembering more and more about it. They think at some point the rotation the rotation slowed and reversed, or something hit it and it. Turn oh, to where it looked why, like it reversed. Why? Why I feel like I'm familiar with that second theory, theory of it being literally smacked. Yeah, something. It's just, <laughs> it's just it because you're high as fuck right yeah, now. Something might have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a lot of it's the intriguing as hell though. Like I'm saying, like this. A lot of the reason that the Earth is even like habitable is because of its distance from the sun, right? Right. It's like we're 
perfect for like hot weather, cold weather. We get to experience all of the seasons because of where we are in relation to the sun. I always felt like, but I think it also got something close. to do with the atmosphere around it. Like as, as far as the seasons, that's fair. Well, I think that no, I think that just helps the Earth retain whatever it is. Because I mean, like the distance does affect it, but I think if like the atmosphere around Venus is like, oh. like you know how the atmosphere around Earth is like reflective and all this other shit. If the atmosphere around Venus has similar or even more components that would allow it to do that, then at some point, yeah, it probably could be happening. So I feel it's closer to the sun and just need to have like a thicker atmosphere. Then? Yeah. That motherfucker had to be tangible. To hey, hey, don't be hey, playing. Hey, atmosphere come outside. You say, damn. <laughs> Why you walk around with all that ass? Atmosphere. <laughs> all the other planets. Oh, why you Venus, got all that like, atmosphere? Why you got all that atmosphere? <laughs> Shit, fat atmosphere. That's uh, clever. I need to be on. The I see shirt. what you guys did. There. I need to be on the shirt. You That's better write burnt. that shit down, bro. Is that ass from Uranus? What? <laughs> That's exactly what ass. Is that right. ass from Uranus? It's on the outside of it. Okay, so yeah, it's growing from. Yeah, so they think something hit hit Venus that rocked it one eighty, that where it just looked like it's spinning in the other direction. So it never actually spun in the other direction. It just something hit it, so it looked like it's spinning in the other direction. Gotcha. Which both of those are equally horrifying. So, but yeah. look like <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. Imagine no. the Earth no. slowing I'm down All right, so super and spinning laid back, the right? other way, bro. Not very laid back. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or super laid back, depending. And on even what okay, just forget that one. Imagine something hitting the Earth and that motherfucker just turned in the other, bro. The First of all, that would go wrong. Everything. Oh everything. my god! Everything would go wrong. Wouldn't like like our entire under like wouldn't the, the entire gravity place, would yeah, change? Yeah, like the entire everything about the physics Earth would be just would fucked, fucked entirely. Laptop, Bro, laptop on the ceiling. No, ocean, no fucking with, power type shit. Oceans. I mean, oceans you're talking like overflow. I mean, oh, we, if you get hit we with something, crushed by gravity, at some point, if you get hit, is in his imagination right now. <laughs> no, because I'm picturing this shit as he's saying it, and it's like almost like that, uh, the 2012 movie or the yes, the I was I literally just thinking that, and all if, of that shit. Like I'm thinking all of the because we're not talking about a small. It's, it has to be big enough to turn the Earth 180. I'm thinking about so some motherfuckers gonna die on impact. It's like getting hit with another Earth. They just go get smacked. Thinking about every natural (laughs) catastrophe that could ever happen happening simultaneously, and it's not even as bad as what he's like. (laughs) Volcanoes, earthquakes, hurricanes, flooding, fires. But bro, but another Earth hitting Earth. We out of there, bro. Have you watched Dragon Ball Z? Have you seen what happens when a Kamehameha meets another Kamehameha? (laughs) Bro, like, it's like an unstoppable force and an immovable object. The problem At the end is, of the day, it's a lot of chaos. You, you, okay, just imagine a nuclear reaction, right? You can, we've seen it before. We've had them. We've we've uh, we've a bombed places, so that times like a thousand. I imagine you said a bomb like it's just so casual. Like yeah. the the problem is the no fact that they, that it fucks with gravity. Because even if like even if I like like that's that's some amazing I that's an amazing idea. 
Like a volcanic explosion, earthquakes, none of that shit fuck with gravity. At all. This shit fucking with gravity type shit. Like, I don't know what to expect. Am I going to break apart? Am I gonna get squeezed? Am I gonna just fly? What the <laughs> what is the, the fuck water? Like, is the water around us gonna be retained where it was at? Uh, we might it drown. Might, the water we might all drown us. instantly. No, the water in the oceans might vaporize. Truth from how True. fast this thing is moving and hitting the earth. True. Like what all if it the caused water, the biggest yeah, tsunami yeah, ever. Yeah. Like it might yeah. just drown the whole planet type shit. It might just evaporate the whole plan. We and this bitch dried the fuck up. Just shriveled <laughs> ass. Nothing. Bro, that shit is scary as hell. How are y'all not mortified <laughs> that, right uh, now? Bro, that's well, wait, wait until about 1.30 when I had to bed, and I'm like, oh, shit. They just smile and I talk about it. Just imagine how crazy bro, that would it will be. be bro, insane. no fucking water? Do y'all, it's no fucking wonder that bro, aliens are here. Do you understand they came from fucking how beach. horrible sex is going to be with no water? Ain't nobody hydrated at all. Y'all just out here. So dry. She squirted. You gotta imagine sex at that point. (laughs) It's gonna hurt too much. I don't know if I'm thinking about sex. Queefs all night. No, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I still ain't there to do. I'm for sure. I'm for sure definitely thinking about. Can you keep the world? Can you even initiate sex dehydrated? Like you ain't drank water in two days. Yeah. But this fine ass girl about to give you some pussy. Can you? (laughs) It's it's not. Her shit gonna be dried shut. I'm gonna have to literally try to find a water bottle, some lube from somewhere. There's nothing (laughs) happening without lube at this point. And you better hope all the lube. Ain't no way no lube. There's ain't no lube left. No fucking lube. You ain't drink water in two days. Ain't no lube around. Hey, but I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm what, what the fuck does that mean? Hey, I just don't. Water, do you pour all the lube? I don't have the water disappear. No, bro. I bet I'm, I bet I'm in that motherfucking convulsing. I'm in like, oh, oh, oh. Ain't nothing coming out. Just oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> his feet even moved too. No. Everybody that can't oh. see him, his feet moved too. Oh, oh. and that, that bitch convulsing, dog. This nigga about to be dying of dehydration. You know how I be when she, you know how I be when she don't Everybody stop sucking. Look like SpongeBob. Oh. about to be skinny as hell. Yeah, that bitch trying to, to push sick. her head away. Uh, uh. You ain't really got no strength. Y'all know what? Nah, it's that's like. that bonnet strength right there. <laughs> Do y'all sleep well at night knowing that a black hole could take this bitch any second? A black hole? Yeah. A black hole? What you Ain't say? nobody giving nothing during this black, black, black hole, Jason. Come on now. My bad. Calm I just down. wanted to clarify. Relax. It's all good. No, 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 no. Black black holes. Black holes? Like a hole in the ground. That's what I said. <laughs> what the fuck what are you, you saying? <laughs> it wouldn't be in the ground, though. It would be in space. It would be right? in space. Yeah, so black holes... You Cam thinks that black hole a black hole taking the earth is more is more logical than uh, not logical. I think it's more likely it's more likely than uh, something big. No, I don't think so. I, well, Bro, I think, you ever seen no, I think, Armageddon? I think if a black hole took the yeah, earth, it wouldn't take the earth. First of all, uh, it would take the whole galaxy. We oh, would yeah. it would okay. it would happen so fast. It would probably be done before we realized it was happening, and then we would be dead. And I don't know also, because I think when it happens, also something massive is going to hit the Earth at the same time. So we're going to experience both. Like I don't know what's going to hit this motherfucker. Oh, it's going to be mass space debris, debris flying everywhere. Bro, we definitely going to be turning. We going to be shifting in this bitch. We're going to be dead. If that's the case, the whole, the whole. Um, I want to be sleep when it happens. 
why you say the that? whole solar system's want to experience that. How you know you gonna wake up? You might die before you wake up. I'm fine with that. I don't want to be woken up like, bro. If the Earth or the universe gets taken by the fucking black hole, we're away from the sun. It's done. <laughs> I mean, it's done anyway. It's over. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Do y'all sleep at night? Like, I, I be tripping low key, bro. This nigga don't sleep at night. I mean, I sleep. For he be thinking. This nigga don't sleep. He be thinking about black holes. When I think about it, <laughs> yeah, that's take naps in the <laughs> afternoon. Like, you know, if the sun's out, I'll be okay. As long as I can feel the sun on my skin, I'm fine. Sleeping at night, <laughs> like this nigga be up when it could be over. He be up at 3 a.m. on XX and X, X, X and X, X looking up black holes. <laughs> okay, bro. Sometimes I'm out walking. Like in the daytime, watching exercise. No, 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 bro. Oh. I, I see the sun. I try not to walk and do that. Sun look a little time. further than it's supposed yeah, to be. Down. I'm like, okay, all right, nigga. That's, that's a little, <laughs> <better. laughs> that's a little redder than this. All right, all right man. hey, bro. You better come on down out there. Chipping <laughs> a little, a little further than you got supposed going to be. On, like, but you need to chip. Too many solar flares going on up there, little little dog. Hey, you kind of tripping today, like. You better relax, like, I, cause we can't control shit that happened out there. That's the Imagine shit that goes trying to put yeah. So when shit state the fucking up, I, I be like, nigga, you, yeah. what are you like, doing? Like, yeah. can you chill? You getting out? You getting out of line, big dog? Cause once you get the tripping, we can't stop you. Nah, shit, you that. can't stop you. I'm built different. <laughs> this nigga fig gonna do somebody. I beat the sun ass. Uh, and, okay, you go ahead. Same bro. way I beat uh, Logan Paul. And uh, what's his brother? Jake Paul. I beat they ass too. Okay, bro. let's fight, bro. Let's put the bag on the floor. What, what bag you got? Nigga, we not betting. Oh, people gonna pay to see the fight. Oh, my bad. I, I want did. people to pay to see me. Put money up, my, my no, bad, bro. I'm not. sorry, bro. I, I'm used to niggas. I'm used to niggas put money up themselves. Why he just call me poor? Well, no, like you said that. Jake Paul. I mean, continue like yeah. What I'm bag you got, bro? We don't we don't got Jake Paul money. What bag you got? I don't got Jake Paul money. Yeah. No, no, nah. like that. No, nope. I don't got money like Jake Paul. Yeah, you saw you saw how much money the niggas just made. You, were I got boy. money like Paul. I'm Jake, built different. I got money. Like <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that dude is. So that's what I'm saying. Paul, we I put money up against like Jake Paul. Like yeah. I got money like <laughs> Floyd Paul. Floyd Paul. <laughs> got that Floyd Paul money. Got that Paul uh, Floyd money. <laughs> over off of 12th Street. That nigga rich, he rich in love. His yeah. family care about him. He's yes. I don't got Jake. Paul People say money, that shit but growing I up. He got Paul Jake money. People ever told you that shit growing up? What? They was rich in love. Yeah, and then I realized that you can't take hugs to the bank. So like, can't take, still bro. <laughs> like I can't pay my rent with this. Nope. You hugging me and shit. If you love me, pay my rent. Rich in love is like how, like, lower class people tell people like, look, bro, I was broke, but. I got shit that you don't. Like, my people care about me. You be at work all day. You don't even know what your kids like. They be trying to make, they say that shit like they, like they think rich people don't love each other. Like, like you can't, don't, bro. Like, you don't. With no, you. but they say, like, you can't have money and, and love people. Have emotions. Like, you trade your emotions for money when you get it. I think, I think money can help you get to the realest you, though. Because you're not limited no more in what you spend, which is pretty much the only limitation to our personalities. So I feel like you get the you get to reach the full extent of your personality when you're no longer limited in your spending. So like I feel like so so bad people when they get money, y'all might be the first time you really see them be bad. Like damn, nigga, I didn't know you was uh, I didn't know you was tripping like this. 
No, I also feel like maybe dealing with a different set of problems brings a different um brings different personality traits to people because like I mean that's true. Maybe dealing with, you know, rent or you know, having to pay for your car or just everyday money problems being your biggest issue keeps you somewhere where you don't have to worry about the people that's next to you all the time. You don't have to worry about ulterior motives every time somebody have a conversation with you or whatever. But you get a certain amount of money, and now it's a paranoia that comes with everyday conversations. Because it's like, dang, are you buttering me up because you know I have enough money to help you with your problem? Or do you genuinely care about how my day is going? I ain't gonna lie. I be paranoid nowadays anyway. I ain't got money like that, but I still be paranoid. I think these niggas trying to fuck with you on for the clout on these rap shit? No, I ain't. It's not even about clout, low key. But even, that's but, all you got. But 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 paranoid. No uh, if, no if we gonna <laughs> talk <laughs> about rap shit, I need to. I'm all right, fig. Because it's but a pay- lot of it's a lot I mean, of. I ain't got no money either. I mean, I'm surviving this bitch. Talk about it soon. Actually, before we get into it, if we doing that, I gotta sit up. I gotta wake up. Before matter of fact, we finna get right into it. But before we get into it, we're gonna have to obviously talk about this. Uh. Super laid back, not very laid back that we never got into. Oh, I thought she was gonna say we have to pay a bill. Oh, we do. We do gotta pay a bill. Yeah, it's about bill time, bro. Is it about bill time? Well, let's do super laid back, not very laid back first. Super laid back, bro. You got anything to see this week though? Super laid back, not very laid back. Um It ain't really something I've seen. It's kinda of more so things I experienced. Um lately it's it's been a lot of people coming to me for for things that I haven't necessarily done before, but I'm capable of doing. Like uh, this morning, I did like four radio commercials for somebody. Um, some church hooked me up to like hook up their sound system and stuff like that. And it's just like, man, knowing what I know about like sound and how to get things sounding correctly and just mixing and all that stuff, it's just presenting is what it's presenting itself in different ways to me. Like, dang, I could have been doing this, or you know, what I'm saying I've been running trying to chase down rappers like bro i got a studio come record and it's a million other things i can be doing to kind of like open up my eyes to how short-sighted i've been with my my skill set so i think that's pretty laid back just kind of open my brain like dang i don't necessarily have to limit myself to what i feel like i want to do it's so many other things that i could be experimenting in and stuff like that so i think that was the most laid back thing that happened this week uh, as far as things that were not really laid back, I got in my car, and <laughs> it made the craziest noise. I'm not even going to play with y'all. It was probably, like, Thursday. It sounded like, what's that name? Offset name? Man, it sounded Kershnick. like. <laughs> Kersh- nah, you know what's crazy is I didn't even know it was making this noise until I got to the drive-thru and I rolled my window down. Covered and I heard the whole my, time. Bro, no, no, because I was playing <laughs> was music. loud as hell the whole time. I was playing time. music. Was like, like, I get in there, I play I music almost car. instantly. So when I pulled up and I had to turn my music down and I opened the window at the drive-thru, and I, I moved up a little bit, and my shit just sound like every part of my car needed to be oiled. <laughs> it sounded like an old creaky door. You know how like when you be trying to sneak through the crib and the floorboards is the loudest thing in the world? It felt like that. And I was just like, dang. My car really out here sounding like like I don't care about it. That was the most not laid back part of my week. It was not very laid back at all. I feel like that's going to 
costs way more money than I have right now. That shit sounded expensive. Well, at least you got, you know. But at least I got, you know, so many. Jobs, <laughs> yeah. So I got so many things that's going to be. Got a lot of opportunities to make money. And you got Drake no, Paul money on the horizon. Oh, yeah. And I got Paul Jake money, so I'm straight. You good, you good bread. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is go out there and, and go fight Floyd. Floyd Logan. <laughs> I'm about to find somebody on Facebook named Floyd Logan tonight. You got yo, it's on. <laughs> What's good, I mean, bro? I've been waiting to get in that air, bro. <laughs> you Let's do this for charity. I'm about to jump in that inbox and go crazy. He's going to fight me in real life. We can donate. I really hope it's fight. one of them in the Genesee County area so we can make this happen. At birth, <laughs> Floyd Logan. Bro, gonna message you That's tonight. A crazy like, you a name, fuck bro. ass nigga, bro. I can't wait. I'm gonna tell you right now. What if he old as hell and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta beat up a 67 year old man? If you one of them people with 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 two first names, that's crazy. Like he, like Cam over here, Cameron Tyler. <laughs> Firstly, like, that's not like your middle name. No, I'm gonna keep on hundred with you. That's that is my first and and middle name. Okay. But, but let me tell you. <laughs> Rap names don't work unless they two first names. If you do the whole full name thing, what about figure the kid? There's exceptions, well, bro. People be putting that, that is not a first and okay. last name. People put that. <laughs> people put that shit together. I just said there are exceptions. People put that shit together. But but the wide majority and of full name rappers are first names together. They posted that article. They sound about, the best. They posted that article about the concrete jungle, and they wrote figure the kid, but they wrote the kid like on Facebook. Like, oh, like I was no African, face. so it was like, figure the key. Like, <laughs> figure the key. Figure the key. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's how y'all work. They put an E in Juwan last name, too. He was like, yeah, there's no I'm, E at the end. I'm not, I'm not the type to even contact. Oh, people. and they put GSD Dream. I'm, That's crazy, bro. Like, bro, I got seven songs telling y'all how to spell my name. And it's, <laughs> I guess I have to do eight now. <laughs> G-S-T-H-A-D-R. <laughs> You gotta hit him with that shit, bro. Well, we appreciate the article mentions greatly. I do. I no, no, no. But I, I appreciate the the event and just everybody that put it together because, like, Hold that on, moment we, ain't there we yet. had. We ain't there yet. We ain't okay, there okay, yet. we ain't there yet. Our names are twisted. Let's go in. Let's go in. Let's go in. Super <laughs> laid back, not very laid back, Cam. Um. Okay. So not very laid back. Black holes. Um, not very back existing period. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit. The fact that that shit exists is crazy as fuck. Well, I mean, you gotta have them. You can't really predict them for real. I think they, I think they might create, because can't might, might be too late. You can't destroy. Might, might be too late. You can't destroy without, without create. I, I don't imagine that stuff is going into this black hole and going nowhere. I think it's going on. I mean, the other they side. might be just getting destroyed. And that's yeah, just, they come out the other side. That's pieces. that's how the earth. I mean, that's how that's how the universe was created. Right, well, I'm just saying we're going to die in the process. I'm saying, I'm just, we would die in the process. Yeah, but you're not comforting We'll me. come back, bro, because we're carbon-based <laughs> life forms. Bro, well, well, I mean, but, but people might know. come back. I don't know if my culture is going to make it back okay, on that it one. It probably won't, but your your pieces of you will be back, though. But, you know, I'm going to keep 100. I'm really not even afraid of dying for real. So, I guess. All right, why you going on? All right. I, 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 I'm just going to. Uh-huh. You say it in the song. Sometimes yeah. I want to die. He's scared of dying. That's what you say. I, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Why you do his voice like that every time? Every bro? time, though. Just, bro, but wait, you know, are black holes technically still a theory? Like, yeah, 
Okay. If anything, if anything, look, look, I will admit, if anything, the science on black holes are much more nuanced than they used to be, right? So they're not as scary as they used to be. But the the idea is still pretty real, and it still is just a thing that can happen one day, like just low key. It's just like a low key thing that we just don't talk about that could happen though, for real. White holes are scarier. Huh? What? Okay. So yeah, might be true. So with that being said. That being said, that's probably what's not laid back. What is laid back is uh, uh, the show that we all got. Nah. Uh, are you you are you, are you on the set? Nah. You know, you're not on the set. But Fig gonna be in the building, so it's all good. <laughs> no. Also not on the set. But actually, no. We was doing the UFO cycle. Man. Oh. Where? I'm the twenty six. Oh. You got to be at rehearsal tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, yeah, can y'all be a rehearsal tomorrow? <laughs> I, I found out just okay. now. Okay, all right, y'all, so that's taken care of. Right now. They, you, as you just saw live, they were invited to the event, so now you're going to see Figure the Kid. See, when I got invited to do the cypher, I got a, a letter in the mail. And it's, <laughs> a gold letter, though, you know with saying? a gold ticket inside of it, too. But now, had I Jeff Scott it had, popping it had, up at my place of work. It had, me, I, I got, got an email, tomorrow. actually. I got an email that when I opened the email, it printed a, a message onto a disc in my disc drive, and it popped out. Mm. So I popped the disc. I was like, what is this? I ain't seen one of these in 10 years. Yours. So I popped this bitch in my PS4, closed it up, watched the disc. It was this nigga on video inviting us to do the UFO cypher at the, at the Concrete Jungle show. You know what? I ain't turned my computer on today like that. So that's, that was probably I, Mac Mini. I don't even got a disc drive. I just I just feel like the way the way people talked about the UFO cypher in my mind because I'm not on the UFO cypher the song itself so in my mind when we talk about the UFO cypher I think about y'all niggas must have got invited y'all must y'all niggas must have got gold tickets in the mail had Jeff Sky's name in bold that says that you have been granted this gold why, why okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't why know why Jeff get the blade yes, oh, no, Jeff got the blade for everything dog. <laughs> Shit that got nothing to do with him. He get the blame for you know, it. It's so fucking funny. It's weird. Like, yeah, like yo, Jeff, think... Jeff, you crazy for putting this together. You know what? I'm hey, not, Jeff, why listen, you ain't putting me on the I'm cypher? Not, that's my brother. I'm not for the... I appreciate you, Jeff, for putting me on the cypher, bro. I, I, mean, <laughs> I appreciate it. To the side, hey, I didn't got messages about yeah, the cypher yeah. for sure, but nobody blamed yeah. me. They just asked me why I ain't try to get them in the Check. circle. But... But yeah, no. But Jeff, Jeff definitely get the blame. They be like, "Nigga, why have you not put me on this fucking no, cypher?" I, no, it's definitely all on Jeff. I'm not even, listen. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff put the whole thing together. He hit everybody up and was like, "Yo, I'm putting this cypher together. I only got a few people in mind. Pull up." We. I don't know what y'all talking about. I got a letter <laughs> in the mail that. Had a hologram when I opened it <laughs> of Jeff writing the letter. Had <laughs> a voice and shit. It just read. read he was Jeff reading it out loud, like you know how somebody <laughs> when they read a letter in the movie and you just hear them. You know what I'm saying? You hear their voice. Hey yo, I need you to pull up to the cave at this time. This is where we're gonna do the cipher. He told me the list of people that was gonna be on it. He told me where my verse was gonna be. He told me not to invite. And he told me exactly how many bars I needed. He said, You have 47 seconds to do your best. <laughs> Most people don't know. Your best hey. on this <laughs> one day we gonna one day we gonna drop 
the extra GS bars that was on that. Nah, song. man. So I wrote oh, there is like an extended version though. That's crazy. So look, I didn't know there was gonna be this many people on the song. So when he and he hit was me, the first person when he looked at me, it was like, "Yo, I need something for this beat." I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna write a 16." Blah blah blah. So I go in there and I lay my 16. And then all these other people start piling in, like, oh, yeah, I got something to it, too. I got something, too. Yama I mean, didn't all the say other he had people. something. He just appeared in the booth. I don't even know if Yama walked in the building that night. I feel like he just entered from the bottom like a like a wrestler and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just <laughs> like, crept <laughs> into the building. One of his performances. And he just did some shit. You so. just started hearing that nigga voice in the booth. like, Yeah, he was just like, I'm ready. Yo, what the fuck is going on? Who ready? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't come in there and say what up to nobody. He just appeared in the booth. I told you niggas was yo, invited, bro. Niggas got the letter. Y'all got the letter. No, so I was you, just like, yo, that shit busy, was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, I got the letter for the video. You was living your best life, See? bro. I didn't get the letter for the song. You, you was out living your best bro, life. Bro, I never got the letter. In fact, you were supposed to pull up that night. I never was invited. You were supposed to pull up, and you just didn't come. You was like, I'm out of town. Okay, bro. To keep it real, I was invited. I was supposed to pull up. I was out of town. I was out of town that night. The night of the UFO. The reason Cameron Tyler was not on the UFO cypher is because I was out of fucking town. But shout out to UFO, and shout out to Rick. Was you out of fucking town, or was you fucking out of town? Huh? Was you fucking out of town? Was you out of fucking town, or was you fucking out of town? I was out of fucking town. You was fucking out of town. I was not fucking out of town. Dry dick ass nigga. Might have been fucking out of time. Hey, I don't know. I don't remember if I was fucking. Pounding, bro, no homo. <laughs> Why do you say no homo? That, that, that you know, certain times when you say no homo, that makes it homo because it was something entirely non homo. My bad, bro. Pounding, bro. Pause. <laughs> it didn't get a correction, but he still say something worth the pause. You can't say the pause moment on purpose. Because it's not a pause. Now you got to pound them. The, pur- the purpose of oh. pause is so you can stop and think about what you said. Like, okay, I shouldn't have said that shit. Pause. Like, it's stop. Yeah. My bad. Hit my Doesn't fist. Mean that you- is, that, is, that, is that better fist me, bro? Pause. But then every time you come up with a new term, he say pause like it was planned. <laughs> it was. Like he was meant to say something gay and then say oh. pause. That's no, not bro. how it works. No, bro. You can't tell me something gay on purpose no, and then bro, say I pause. Just, no, bro. I just move really fast. So when I say something, I realize I realize how it sound that fast and then I pause it, bro. Okay, bro. So find another way. Uh, hit my fist. That's not gay. <laughs> he still has you to no, get this pause. The, the, hey, there's <laughs> like, no camera that would that have my eyes perspective, but <laughs> I was looking at this like nigga's face. GS, do you think it's gay to say hit my face? No, no, bro. You I, I, Listen. I think that is a very clear statement. I didn't right. even have to pause it, right? But the way this nigga was looking at me, bro, you don't understand. Bro, he was like, <laughs> I can't even do it. Bro, you gonna hit my fist, bro? I can't even do it. Bro, bro this dab yeah, so Yeah, that's cool, move, bro. Thank it's you, just bro. the way that you was looking at me at the time. This nigga, like, almost winked at me and shit. Did the half smile. He did the half smile. Okay. What's up, boss? Oh, oh! I thought Jeff. I, I thought he came by himself. I didn't know Jeff Sky came too. <laughs> Jeff Sky. Jeff Sky's son walked in. I thought Jeff Sky wasn't coming. That he pulled up. On I thought it was own. just gonna be him by himself on the, on the show. Surefire as always. But uh, yeah. With that being said, man, Jeff Sky's in the building now, y'all. The guy who invited us to the UFO cipher with a golden letter. He put it all together. He put it all together. And invited everybody. He sent everybody a private letter too, like, like, G, like Dream des- described. It had the hologram. Look, 
where Jeff Scott was reading the letter out loud when so he opened it. Open the letter, right? Let me hit y'all with a with a with a with my super. You hit y'all with your not laid back, right? Yeah, yeah, my not laid back. Not laid back with, the black, with the black hole. Yeah. Okay, so my super laid back, super duper laid back is, um, I think I feel more unity in the music in the city right now than I have in the last ten years. And I fuck with that. Yeah, that's laid back. No, I feel that shit too. Yeah. I feel that shit for sure. Yeah. So I think uh I think that's pretty laid back. I think that's pretty dope. Um not laid back though is all the people dying. Yeah, that shit not laid back, man. It's been going crazy this summer. Violent weekend. The weekend been violent. The whole summer been extremely violent. I mean, it was violent leading into the summer. It was, it was just like, it was like a, I'll just let y'all know, this is how the summer about to go. And then it went crazy this summer. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, like, yeah, man, I don't even want to get, like, if I get deep into it, it's like. It's okay. I mean, you already said it. It's just some shit the summertime will do. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just summertime summertime do. You got one uh, super laid back, not very laid back? Uh, No, not, no, I can't think of anything right now. Okay. Um, you just made everything somber Talking about murders But speaking of murders We killed the stage Hey, hey we <laughs> A killed Euro the step stage. on the mop <laughs> We killed the stage Yeah so let's talk about the Concrete Jungle <laughs> Show You know what I'm saying <laughs> Murder Let's talk about the Concrete Jungle Show Yo uh, first of all shout out headline Oh yeah I did headline that You know what I'm saying You did your thing out there You was on stage for at least two hours <laughs> you did your thing. <laughs> nah, I did. Uh, I originally had a. Um, I did. All right, so I told him I was gonna do eleven songs, right? But one of the <coughs> songs I just dropped totally. My brain would not allow me to think of the lyrics to that song. I practiced literally everything <coughs> on my set, but that one song, just taking for granted that I knew it because I performed it so many times. Do not take anything for granted. If you have rehearsal, <coughs> use it. For all of your records But um, Then we ended up Doing the cypher at the end So I still performed 11 songs technically And I did a song With Brody on his set So I did 12 songs If we being real This nigga stunned But yeah, you know what I'm crazy. saying He definitely it, was out he, For a minute Go hard yes. Nah it was crazy though It was it was crazy It was a lot of love there I bumped into a lot of people That was like Yo I know you rap But I didn't know you did that Did you say excuse me? Nah, I don't never say excuse me and bump into people. I mean, I felt like it take two people to bump into each other. Damn, so you bro. just as guilty as I am. Yeah, bro. It can't be like more one person's fault than another. Nah. Nah. What does that mean? I knew you rap, but I didn't know you did that. All right, so people be like, <laughs> I know people like I know you put words on beats. I didn't understand that those words were so prolific. Or I didn't understand that you did it that well. Like I know you hoot, but I never knew you could dunk on niggas. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Reset. Mm, it's kind of like that. I was going to say big shout-out to the a one Reese as well. And shout-out to Tay Boogie. Boss Lady Reese. Reese. You know what I'm saying? Reese. That shit was fiery either way, for sure. Like It was some fiery shit, man. No, nah, that shit was crazy. Big shout-out to Aisha, too. Aisha, um, mm-hmm. she made a lot of players to put that together. So that was really, really dope to see her there. And uh, just, you know what I'm saying? Just live up to the hype that the the thing had going into it. Because I was telling people, like, yo, this is going to be crazy. And for that to be the first place that we did the UFO Cypher live, I felt like the city needed that. 
And, and big shout out to Rockstar Billy and uh, Nappy Gilmore. You know what I'm saying? Shout big out to fact. those boys. Oh, yeah, we yeah, held it down yeah, for y'all. For sure. What did they do? They, that was part of the cipher. They're on the cipher, but they weren't at the concrete jungle. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So we have to just honor their honor their verses in their absence. Don't say it like they did. Right. No, not like that. You know what I'm saying? Just their absence <laughs> from the show. <laughs> we right. had to honor their I just their absence. I'm out of here. So GS, you ever put on a show in the city? Uh yeah, a couple shows. Um mostly Before at the you local. Go, you put on a show in the city, right? Me? Yeah. No. <clears throat> you didn't put on a few events, right? Yeah. You you ever put on a show in the city? No. No, I've never put on a show. I didn't put on a few events in the city. I think we all know, like, when you first reach out, when you first start in your event, when you first plan and stuff, and you before you even throw the, the if you throw in a series of events, you throw in the first one, uh-huh. you reach out and you say, yo, we doing a show. You want to be a part of the show? Let me know. Uh-huh. And then nobody hits you up. Big facts. Until you start making moves. Uh-huh. And you start, you know what I'm saying, putting shit in place. And you're like, yo, this person performing, this person performing. And then people start hitting you up. Then you throw a show. And then people are like, well, why wasn't I on it? Put me on the next one. Where about you ain't hit me up when I was looking for people to be on my show? You ever, <laughs> you ever experienced that? Have I ever experienced people asking me after I did the show why I didn't put them on the show? <laughs> yeah, even though you asked for motherfuckers to be on the show. I've seen that in other promoters numerous like, times. This is, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I did too many shows where I asked motherfuckers to be on the show. All right, yeah. so this is this is something that I did, right? Uh, like two years ago, I put together something called the Classville Showcase. Um, I really wanted it to be a free event where network where people that were vendors could come together and network and talk to people about what they do, bring some more light to their business or whatever. And then in the process of that, I booked a couple uh, artists, some people that I felt like had some name around the city, and then some people that I felt like deserved to have a name around the city. So, um, two vendors dropped out on me. One of the artists that was telling me everything all the way up until the day of the event, yo, I'm going to be there, yo, I'm going to send my music to the DJ, yo, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, just totally dropped out. He didn't do anything towards trying to be on the show. I didn't I done hit this person. I had his personal line, and I was hitting him on social media, and nothing happened. And then after the show, everybody there was talking about how dope the show actually was. It wasn't a crazy big outcome, but everybody that actually came enjoyed themselves. It was a good event for what it was, and we had fun, you know what I'm saying? So then my inbox is flooded the next day. Dang, I forgot the show was today, or I forgot the show was yesterday. Bro, I gave you a flyer with your face on it, with the date and the time and where you needed to be. Everything that your people needed to get there and support you was on that flyer. Forget the fact that I had to go to the crib, find fonts, and get my graphic designer on to try to make this flyer look decent of you with this mixtape cover picture you sent me that already had hella graphics on it. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to get you there. I literally threw an alley and you looked at the ball like, nah, I ain't catching that. And then said, damn. And then said, yo. No. I totally forgot. Like, okay, cool. But next time you do another one, keep me in mind. I'm not keeping you in mind for shit. Bro, okay. I don't mean to cut you off. But you remember when I was throwing the campaign shows. Yeah. Right? 
And I threw on, I put on so many shows. She could be ducking and be still walking clean in front of the camera. So <laughs> I mean, put. <laughs> I put I put the campaign shows on. And, you know, I hit up artists every time I was putting on new artists to perform and shit, trying to get new new people opportunities to perform. Right. By the time yeah. I got to the last one, I think up until there I had pretty good turnouts, people still showing up. I think the third one I had like maybe one person didn't show up. Right. The last one, which was the fourth one, I was trying to throw one every season of the year. Mm-hmm. The fourth the campaign show that I put on, bro, I feel like only six out of like ten people showed. Like, motherfuckers just came, the day came the day of, they just didn't reply and just didn't show up. And some of them I don't think I've heard of, like, heard from to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but so, some other ones, they, you know, they was like, yo, man, hit me up for the next one, this, that, and the other. But why would I contact you for the next show? I mean, I'm not putting on another show, but why would I contact you right. for the next Even show? Right, even if I was. Like, I'm not keeping you in mind when I see how seriously you take this shit. Exactly. And it's not serious at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? If somebody, if somebody, I Why feel like at that point. Why just go behind us? It's not, it's not that. That makes more sense. I feel like at that point, it's almost like personally disrespectful. Like, if you, if you can't make it for whatever and you let me know, I understand that life right. happens. But when you totally ghost me and then hit me the next day and say, no, I just forgot or. I don't want to do anything else with you, just, bro. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, but I am also not inviting you to anything further in the future because you showed me that I can break my neck for you, and you're going to be like, uh, yeah. The most I, I, I might go. I don't know. So who are going to be there? Well, what if they asked you to do something for them? To do a show for them? Yeah. Um... What's your instant reaction going to be? As a business, like, I have to realize that being on stage at any moment is pretty much, like, good for my brand right now. So if it's, uh, like, an engagement like that where I would be on stage and I'd be performing, I'd just look at the opportunity to showcase my music and kind of move forward with that. I wouldn't let my personal feelings for that person, like, you know, affect the opportunity like that. But at the first sign that the business isn't right or their dedication to whatever the event is isn't right i'm gonna i'm gonna just withdraw like you know are you gonna withdraw and tell them or are you just oh no 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 i'm gonna keep my professional courtesy yeah like i can't do people how they do me because at the end of the day i can't expect everyone to move how i move yeah but you know what i'm saying i just can't really wrap my mind around people who just back out on people like let's take a little break let's do it this episode of Layback Ass Podcast is sponsored by Harris Sports Electrical Service. I'm going to let y'all know what happened, man. They hit me up, and they said my, my commercials is too wild, and they, they made a, a pre, uh, pre-written commercial for them because I'm out of control, all right? I know y'all listen to the episode. Y'all see how I can get. So listen, this episode of Layback Ass Podcast is sponsored by Harris Boys Electrical Service. If you have any... No, nah, I'm bullshitting with you. Listen, you at the crib and your sex toy ain't, ain't plugging into the wall, right? The shit just not working. Your shit didn't caught on fire because it was pulling too much power. You feel me? You tried to get on the sex swing and it's one of them automated sex swings that swing for you. You dig what I'm saying? You got to run a dedicated circuit for that. Now your, now, now, now your breaker didn't trip. It won't even reset no more because the breaker didn't went bad. You don't know what the fuck you finna do. You think you think shit? You're not finna do it. You're not finna fuck. <laughs> you're not finna use that sex queen. And the bad part is that motherfucker stuck 
up here. It ain't even stuck down here. It's stuck Dang, up here. Jump down. <laughs> <laughs> she gotta jump down. She had to hide the precipice of the swing. She that motherfucker gotta fall down onto the dick. So listen, if that ever happened to you, I, I understand shit happens. You fuck up the whole vibe. You need to call Harris Boys Electrical Service. All After right? you get down safely. After you get down safely, put on some clothes. Take a shower first, please, because don't nobody want to come, come in the middle of all that. Nobody want to come through in the middle of all that. But call Harris Boys Electrical Service. We don't judge. You know what I'm saying? We can take care of all y'all electrical needs. 810-449-2445. We bring power to the people. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, they helped me out with my Gawk Sucker eighty seven hundred one. It pulled. Uh, it pulled approximately twenty seven amps, so he needed a dedicated thirty five amp circuit ran to his sex room. Can you dig it? So we hooked bro up, gave him that shit. He hasn't had any problems since. Did you have to tell the people I have a sex room, bro? Hey. Welcome to my sex room. I thought you was going to do that the first time you said it. I was like, dang, there's a song about that. <laughs> Normally, Fig breaks out in a song around this time. <laughs> Welcome to my sex room. Y'all already know what it is, man. My man be on his Trey Song shit. Um, yeah. Back to the support conversation. Yeah. So, as usual, you know, with the Concrete Jungle, just like any show you put on, any show I put on, it's people who get a little agitated about um, not being on the set list, right? Yeah, about being left out. Being left out. Mm -hmm. And they feel like it's a popularity, you know. Some people, I'm going to say Some people just mad they got left off bad and bougie. Some people feel like they got left off bad and bougie. Some people feel like it's rapping is a popularity contest. Mm -hmm. It's just not fair. Right. Because I'm extremely popular. Right. And you was headlining the show. Mm -hmm. Man, can I tell? I I sell millions of records locally. Can I tell everybody the answer? Um, can I tell everybody the answer? The answer is this. Look. Okay. Right. <laughs> In reality, the answer is just, you got to... <laughs> What's going on in my phone? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. My phone going wild. I know. My, my inbox living. going wild. Anyway. So, look. In reality... All you have to do is just be available to go out and network with people and they exist. All you like, have to do is show up and show your face to places, let people know who you are, and put and put yourself in a in a in a in a position to take opportunities. That's I don't understand what people don't get. And, but, and be moderately good, but outside I mean, of that, yeah. I mean, you don't even really have to be good if people see you got initiative to succeed. That's why I said Let's moderately. Be honest. Like if you know, if I'm if I'm putting on a show, or just a showcase for artists, right? And I want just people up and coming artists who who trying. Yeah. I understand what it's like to start making music. It's not gonna be fucking great, right? But I see you're trying, and I can see your trajectory. I can see where you're gonna be in ten years if you're putting in real effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's really all it takes. Like if. if and motherfuckers don't realize that because they think they God's gift to earth. You know what I'm saying? They think they came on this motherfucker. They they got the diamond bars and they should be put the fuck on. Everybody should know who the fuck they is. Bro, nobody knows you. Whoever, And that's why I'm trying to tell these people. Nobody knows you. All right, so look. This is this is where I... Well, this is where Dream enters the chat, right? One, don't nobody owe you shit. Don't nobody owe you. No one owes you anything. And this is me talking to me too, because like it was so 
it was a part of me that felt like I put more into my music than other people did, so I should have got further than other people did. And I was a very salty fucking hater for a very long time. And but you, you know what I did? Take a step I kept, back. I took all of my hate and kept it off the internet. But it comes <laughs> a point when you realize that you're not putting in as much work as you think you are. No, nah, and then I came to that. So look, when I was hating... I kept my head off the internet for the for, for for the first part. It's like, damn, if I felt salty about something, instead of being like, oh, this nigga got there, and this nigga got there, and this nigga got there, and I'm doper than him, I started analyzing the moves. How did this nigga get here? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He was started at analyzing the, the moves. Man. He was at Art of Hip Hop, and then so when this next show get popped, man, they gonna think about the people that performed. You know, the people you seen live. I'm not about to put somebody on stage that I've never seen do anything. You don't got a video. I never heard any of your songs. You're not on. You know what I'm saying? You haven't tried to get a song on the radio. I haven't seen you out and about. We live in a real out of sight, out of mind. As an artist, you are out of sight, out of mind at all times. The moment you leave people's sight and you stop doing things, the moment they forget about you is really what have you done for me lately. Kendrick Lamar is one of the greatest artist of our generation you know who's not getting tweeted about on a daily fucking basis kendrick lamar you know who is getting tweeted about on a daily fucking basis the baby and drake tory lanes drake fucking joiner lucas these are people that you see so often you have to talk about them yeah he don't even like jake drake don't even have to put out music to stay in the conversation he'll drop a video he'll show up he'll he will be music. somewhere and hey, yo <laughs> drake was over there watching Bronny. Drake, you exist. know what I'm saying? That nigga at the point now where he just got to exist in public. But that's all there was a time. To do, though. That's all anybody has to do. But honestly, yeah, all that's you what have was to do is put yourself in a position to meet people, to to be seen places, and then people gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like when I went at the Concrete Jungle, mm-hmm. people were saying, "I didn't know you rap," because I ain't dropped a project in two years. You know what I'm saying? We spent the year in the crib. I wasn't dropping songs during the pandemic. The thing yeah. is, but it's like not gonna know I rap. So there's, there's there's a large amount of like, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of a lot of the fans that I met, a lot of the fans that I have, I met in person. Right. A lot of the fans I have have seen me live, or seen me in person, or seen me in the studio, or seen me at this place or that place. A lot of the fans I have, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the real score. But even on a totally different note, like most of the people that I have that I can call supporters are people that I haven't seen in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was so used to just releasing music and pushing music online and not getting my face out there and not having videos and stuff like that, that my relationship with my fans is really organic just because they had to go through the trouble of clicking the link and deciding if they really liked me. Like, it wasn't just, oh, I bumped into you. And now we kind of cool, so I'm a play your shit. It was more so like I took a risk on your link, and it was actually kind of high. You know what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of my fans, one of my biggest supporters, I still have yet to see face to face. And I think she might be watching right now. What up, Nessa? If you're watching this, you know what I'm saying? You know how it is, how we get down in the clouds. Yeah, no, appreciate so I think, the support. I think a lot of artists try to. Um... Oh, yeah, I appreciate you too, Nessa. Appreciate the support. She done bought some merch for sure, and she support the music. I appreciate all the love and support from everybody who uh, go out their way to support my music, podcast, everything we do. Um, 
But yeah, y'all gotta stop feeling entitled, bro. Clippers, Suns. Yeah, niggas gotta stop feeling entitled. There's literally nothing that anybody owes you. Your friends, they don't owe you your support. Now, if you choose to not keep them around because they don't support, that is totally on you. That is you and your trajectory, how you see yourself. But what I'm telling you is people you grew up with, they don't owe you their support. They don't buy, don't nobody. People don't, don't nobody you have in your family don't, don't nobody owe you, owe you anything no, on yeah, this earth. People got to stop feeling entitled to I don't shit. give a fuck if you let a nigga borrow $10, bro. Let's be real. Niggas don't owe you shit. Like, let it go. Bro. If a nigga don't pay you, you don't have the money. It is bro. what it is. What you going to do? Kill him? Bro. It's over. Niggas don't owe you nothing. Even if you let a nigga borrow some shit, you better lend that shit with your heart and not with your wallet. Bro. Because niggas don't owe you shit. If a nigga decide not to pay you back, it is what it is. Right. You got to take him to court. You got to go do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Got to handle it how you handle it. You got to handle it how you handle it. But like all that feeling entitled shit is going to get you nowhere. I ain't going to lie, bro. Being a rapper is hard. At least least from my perspective, being a rapper is hard as fuck. That's why I had to quit my job. I ain't quit my job because I had money. I quit my job because I ain't had the time or the dedication. If I really wanted this shit for real, it was like, nigga, fuck it. I got to be willing to. I got to be willing to deal with the bullshit. You know, I don't got kids and shit. So, you know, luckily I get that luxury as well to just go ahead and say, fuck it. I'm about to just do this shit. So, you know, it's like rap rap is hard. I feel like a lot of people go into rap and they think that all you got to do is just record a song and drop it on the internet, share that shit, and it's done. And everybody gonna think no. they're the best. Of course, you're gonna think you make good music. You're gonna make you, like, of course, you're gonna think your shit is fire and people should support you. Talent is overrated. Everybody thinks that. Talent not, is overrated. It's not about how talented you is at the end of the day. I'll be in a room with 30 talented niggas every day. Drake was Drake before y'all heard fucking, what was that song? Replacement Girl? No, that, that, that was the video. Best I ever had. Best I ever had. Drake was Drake before y'all heard that. Y'all wasn't fucking with him because talent don't mean shit. Work means everything. Like, you can be the best rapper if you're not putting in the work, if you're not putting yourself in a position to succeed, if you're not putting yourself in that position to take opportunities, you're not going to be shit. Anybody can fucking rap. The best rapper in the fucking world is a nobody. But But the motherfucker who know how to hustle can be better than anybody who got talent. Yeah, man. Because they, they know how to get the shit done. They're willing to go out there and do the work. They're willing to sacrifice the time, the effort, the money, everything that it takes to succeed. And then the niggas that think we be lying, they be, they, they're, they're, they're reference somebody like, I can't even reference a Flint nigga. Love the Y&J. They reference somebody like Y&J. There's two things about Y&J, for example. Number one is that nigga put in heavy amount of work, to even, amount of work. to even get to the point to even know how to make a song that pop. Nigga, you got to drop the ego for a second to realize that, nigga, you might not know what will pop for real. This nigga, Jay, put in a ridiculous amount of work to even get to the point to even make that fucking song, to make the connections, to even make that video possible, to even get for Jared to even shoot that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like with that being said, it's just like that shit took work and connections, all that shit to even make that Coochie song even fucking possible to do. And then on top of that, even after the even after the Coochie song, that nigga could have sat down. He could have just not did shit. That nigga dropped the video every fucking day since. That nigga kept going. So it's just kept going. So understand social media. He understand. He understand viral marketing. He understand all that shit. He understand it. The shit that he do is on purpose. 
He's making moves that he that he's deciding to do on purpose. That's so, so it's just that with that, you know, it's like rap is not easy. And then the shit that's that's not on camera, like it's so much shit that's not on camera, like that that involved in rap that you gotta do. Like rap is not easy. You gotta understand the business. You gotta understand like how to network. You gotta you gotta maintain your relationships. You gotta actually make music, handle legal shit with your beats and shit. You gotta plan shit out. You gotta work with videographers and try to get your videos back on times and shit like it's like it's just so much shit involved in rap and, and like contracts, yeah, fucking definitely. traveling, fucking booking your Airbnbs and your hotels and your and your cars and shit. Like it's just every day rap is is a whole business operation that you are the head of when you're a rapper. You just run it as a business that you run. Read that. Jeff, Jeff Scott said, niggas only see the wins. They don't see all the background shit that goes with it. They really think people be coming out of nowhere. And that's the point. Niggas is not. They working hard as fuck, but it's just not on camera. And y'all niggas is not working. I don't, like, I don't understand where, like he said, where this entitlement come from. And just like, well, weird, just like when Jeff, when Jeff said it, he said it best. Y'all niggas crying about shit being a popularity contest like the goal ain't to get popular. Jeff also said shit only happen for people that make it happen. Shit only happen for people that make it happen. These niggas out here not doing shit. They're not putting in no fucking work. They want niggas to to love their music. They think they're making the most the best shit ever. Bro, I don't Bro, give a fuck about your song. They making the coldest music ever and we're being mean and we're bullies right now. And, and cyberbullying. And why niggas don't even take into consideration that there are limited spots on these shows. Yeah. Like, nigga, by the time you came in to submit your music, you thought you were supposed to just push everybody else out and get you a spot? You should have fucking submitted music when they was asking the first 10 weeks for music. Nah, because the Bible said the last should be first. So if I submit my shit last, I got to be the first nigga that they think of, cause my shit right on top of the pile. They don't. They don't know. I was talking to Aisha when she was putting this show <laughs> together. Niggas do be thinking like that though. They put that shit on top of the pile. I, yeah, yeah. If I'm the last email, they gonna see my shit first. Like, nah. My we, thing is, we read these for real. Aisha stressed over this show for months, stressing nah. about finding artists, trying to put the show together, trying to do this, that, and the other. Right. Wondering if people was gonna. Uh, wanna it, come perform? Yeah. Wanna come out and see it? Right. right For y'all to come into the into the into the picture now and be mad that ain't nobody putting you on a show or giving you a chance to perform when you wasn't there this whole time that motherfuckers was even worried about the show actually coming into fruition. Right. And then another thing you I... You could have got it on the ground floor. It's not like they wasn't asking for motherfuckers to join. And then another thing Aisha has to balance is this. Like, and, and I don't know, maybe... maybe I've never spoken with Aisha, so I, I, this is just an assumption of mine. But one thing that I would imagine that she has to balance is... And then he went on flow. You know, in, re, in reference to... Um, in reference to the Concrete Jungle, is that... Yeah, I, I want to be able to give artists an opportunity to, you know, what I'm saying highlight their music, but I also want artists to have a, people to highlight their music too. And one of the main ways to do that is to have vendors and artists that will bring people out. So a lot of people feel like it's their like sometimes it's okay for it to not be your time. I mean, it's the same way you looked at look. the first show. It was a great... The turnout for this first show was crazy. But it was only, like, what, two vendors there? 
No, nah, I mean, yeah, it was definitely the, and I'm my sure, man that was selling the food. Yeah. And I'm sure on the next one, more people going to want to reach out and be a part of the show because they see an opportunity to make money. Right. They see an opportunity to, to for something that's actually real. But it, look, even on the same situation, right, the week of the show, they hit me and was like, hey, this person dropped out. Can you help me find another, you know what I'm saying? Who can we fill this spot with? I feel like if I had some kind of input to, you know what I'm saying, who to plug this spot with, that means it wasn't enough people reaching out and saying like, hey, I'm interested. And We had to call an audible on, even past and that. pull somebody else that wasn't even considering being on there. Even past that. You are somebody they reached out to, like, yo, who should we who should we put on this show, right? Yeah. So when motherfuckers is like, yo, I want to be a part of this show, and you were commenting on people's shit, like, yo, you should do this, you should do this. Mm-hmm. When you is the go-to guy right now in this situation, and then niggas is like, you know what I'm saying, disregarding what you saying, disregarding your Totally. Plug. You the plug. Just, it, because, they, right. because they think you I'm, not, they, they disregarding you because they don't, they don't, they not willing to take the opportunity to network, really. To really right. network. And I won't right. lie. They, they want right. to only meet the motherfucker they think going to provide them with opportunities, not the motherfuckers who can really provide them with opportunities. And I yeah. won't lie. There's two. The, I've, I've won. I've learned my lesson on that, which is that you, you at the end of the day, you build relationships with everyone you can as far as, you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Where, I don't mean to cut you off, but you performed at the fucking show. I did. You wasn't on the set. You only performed because you was there. Yeah, I wasn't even on the set. So niggas missing opportunities to put to perform like Just they want to perform. Show- yeah, yeah. By not showing at up. At the end of the show, and hey, look, we having so much fun. If y'all got y'all music with you, come up here. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, niggas. Nigg- the DJ is right here. His but computer you, is right here. But he you, will download your song and you can rock that bitch. But you missed those opportunities because you too fuck, because you too stubborn. Because you too caught up in, in what you doing and thinking you got Stubborn is the perfect word. Stubborn is the perfect word. Because sometimes you can't tell somebody that what you're doing for them can help them. If they can't see it, then they don't understand it. They don't want to be part of it. They don't want to be near it. They damn near hate it. Because people fear what they don't understand. But what when what you don't understand is something as simple as, yo, send your shit here and I can get you on stage. Exactly. What Anybody is there to misinterpret? The Anybody can be the plug, and you missing out by not networking with the people you meet. So yeah, I feel like uh, people have this very interesting way of getting in their own way. I feel like people would rather burn a bridge than figure out what it takes to cross it. People mm-hmm. would rather cut somebody off before they figure out what it would take to start a relationship. Think about how many people... People just stopped talking. So think about how many friendships just ended because a nigga didn't know how to continue a conversation. Like, if me and Cam don't see eye to eye on something, I'm pretty sure both of us are smart enough to find a way to be like, you know what? We just going to have to agree to disagree. We got other shit to dip. And move other shit yeah, to Yeah, because yeah, it's productive value no it's matter other what. other shit we can be but, worried about. But out, but then, but then outside of that, so basically, yeah, there's two things that I understood, which is that, yeah, you, you got you to gotta network with everybody. And then number two is that for the times that I failed on that, I swallowed my loss, for sure. If, if there was an opportunity that went by me 
I missed it. I fucking missed it. That's it. This is the next time. Niggas act like rap gonna end. <laughs> niggas act like niggas act like rap end tomorrow or something like that. Like if you missed your if you missed this, cool. And then by the way, there's things that I've missed where I'm glad I missed it because it wasn't my time. Even past it's it's it's, it's opportunities that where people overlooked me and I felt overlooked and I didn't get on the internet and cry about it. That's what I was just about I to just say. Like, bro, like, you can take your L in silence. Exactly. And you can decide if you want to move forward and fuck with them when it's your time to fuck with them or not. Like, yeah. you you overlooked me and I think I'm going to do, do better without you. And then there's a difference between I didn't come to mind and you shitting on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people took it personal because they feel entitled. They feel like they should have been considered in those situations. But if somebody acknowledge you and be like, nah, nigga, anybody but you could have performed tonight. Then they shitting on you. you but the, if there was a situation where, you know what I'm saying, the timing just wasn't right, you didn't do what you needed to do, you can't be mad at those people. I'd imagine that this is Jeff Sky. Yeah. Um, the best way to network is to show love. Don't hit me up about getting on my shows. Uh, don't hit me up about getting on my shows and I've never seen you at once. In person before. In person before. I've never seen you once in person before. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to owe you... An opportunity. Can I get one too? No. I'm supposed to owe you an uh, opportunity to perform, and you never ever supported my show. You don't support me, but I'm supposed to support you and put you on the set. No. That was another thing that blew my mind, cause I was telling everybody who was like, "Yo, put me on the show." I was every time I seen somebody say they wanted to be a part of the Concrete Jungle, I was like, "Yo, come out to the show this weekend. Show your face for show. Meet the people who putting the show on, right? And network that way." Yeah. No, nobody did it. Little to nobody. No, little to nobody. Me and did it. me and Bay Bro was literally just talking like this past week. And, um, we was talking about how easy we make it for people to support us. You know what I'm saying? So when people don't support, it's a choice. Like I I posted my music. I've shared my video a billion kajillion times. I know you've seen it on your timeline at this point. You know what I'm saying? I make it easy for you to support me. It's been times where I had shows in Pontiac, <coughs> and you know what I'm saying? Me and Brody bought all the tickets beforehand. We coming out of our pocket for the tickets. We couldn't give these tickets to people. All you had to do was show up. I made it easy to support me that day. People chose not to. Okay, cool. If I post... Hey, look, I'm going to be on Club 93.7 on Sunday, blah, blah, blah. Make sure y'all go listen to my music when they spin my song or whatever. You choose not to. All you got to do is turn on the radio. Okay, cool. Maybe you don't, you're not in the car around that time or people don't listen to the radio. I know you on Facebook. So when I share this link to my newest song, my newest video, my newest whatever, even if you don't click the link yourself, if you just share it so more people outside of my friend range can see it, that is help. That is free support. People choose not to. So if I make it easy to support me and you don't, at that point, I feel like you chose. But that's the thing, though. You can't, I know you don't owe me. <coughs> but that's the thing. But I made you it easy. You can't make it. And that's the hard part with music. And that's the, that's the realization that I came to. And I'm sure you came to it before, even though you're saying what you're saying now. And same with you. It's not about making it easy for people to support you. Is to make them want to. You have to make it hard for them not to. Mm. That's the thing. 
You have to make it hard for someone not to support you. You got to put in enough work. You got to put in enough effort to where if they not supporting you, now they look. Motherfucking haters. They, yeah, they look bad. Like, you don't look good if you don't support me at this point. Yeah, that, yeah, that actually is really the key. That's the key. To trying to market. Because niggas not going to want to see you win until, like, you're really winning. And it's like, now they have to support you. Now they want to see you. The same way with, with YNJ. Niggas wasn't supporting him until he really got on. It was like, yo, we now, got now we gotta now we see this nigga win. We gotta support you. With that being said, I do wanna say I deeply appreciate the motherfuckers who do support me. Not that y'all are motherfuckers, but I do appreciate y'all deeply. For real. And like, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate people who support me because I know they don't support me because they have to. They don't they don't they don't support me because I make it hard not to. They support the movement and want to see us win. They, they support wanna, because they, they wanna they, see they, they wanna see more people from the city win. People outside the city, they just wanna see talented people win. So that's really dope. That's kind hearted. And you know what I'm saying? We all appreciate that shit, like for real, because it advances the motor. And what we want to do, and the reason that we even talking about this shit, and the reason we even are so passionate about this topic in general, is because at the end of the day, what we want to do is we just want to help as many people as we can in reference to this. Yeah, and I so want, it's I, like I want people to understand that the most important thing you could do as an artist is be humble. So it's like that's it. That's the most important thing you could do is be humble. Yeah, you got to be humble. It, it, and so it's just that like. You know, there's a lot of people in the city who whose name was just not being seen by almost anyone, and I feel like I was at that point. And I'm not famous, I'm not super famous, none of that shit. But it's definitely like it's I'm definitely finally in an environment where I feel like there are people out there who want to listen. So that's really dope, and I want that for other people. But the only way to get that for other people is just to try my best. We don't have a million dollars because we don't got a million dollars. We can't just drop money on other people. So all we can do is try to give them game, try to take the same. Looks that's given to us and give them other people, man, um, man. and try to go from there. But is, you know, that's 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 what it is. That's what we're talking about at the end of the day because we want to do that from talented people that's around here because it ain't just me, it ain't just him, it ain't just him. It's a lot of motherfuckers who are just very talented, but they got to take their alleys. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people. I think that's another misconception that motherfuckers think it's just money that make people succeed. And most of the people who succeed in music don't have money when they're trying to make it the same way we don't. As much as they make you believe it, by the way. Yeah, no, that's the number one excuse that I hear from people, by the way. I just want to say that. It's the number one excuse I hear. Number one excuse I hear is, man, shit, yeah, I want to get to rapping, but I just got to get this bag up right nigga, quick. When man, I get this bag, I'm like going to I just got to go to get this bag. You know, to succeed in music. They like the creativity because it's not just about being creative and making a good song. Right. You got to be creative. On how you market it. Yeah, on marketing. You got to be creative on, on being able to produce your music in a way that you don't have a big budget, mm-hmm. but you gotta be able to sell it like it's a big budget, or even it's on, even if it's not on a big budget, or look like you gotta be on par with it. The creativity gotta be there, be on par with a big budget. Big facts, yeah. Can you know what a rapper is gonna do? This is what you're gonna do. I'm gonna tell you right now, every single one of you, every single one of you who is not rapping right now, who is not paying the cheap ass studio prices to get in the studio and make some music because you're focused on just. Trying to get the bag up and then what you get the bag up, you can actually get the rap in. I just feel like at the end of the day, you're going to spin the bag and you're going to be back in the same position again. No. You're not going to get famous off 20 grand. You're not. I'm so deep. I'm way more than 20 grand on this shit, D. Definitely in the last year 20. and a half for sure. 
I'm way more than 20 grand deep. Been, you are not going to get famous off 20 grand. I've been doing this shit for 10 years. You, like, you know I'm what I'm way, saying? I'm way deeper than In the past year and a half, I've spent, in the past year and a half, I know I've spent more than 20K. You can't, you can't get famous off that. But what you got to do is take what you got and spend it as it comes. I mean, obviously, save money. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about not chasing your dreams because you feel like it costs 20K. When at the end of the day, you're going to get 20K, spend it, and be back in the same position. Anyway, because on top of it, you have to learn. So as I spent my little money, I've learned a lot of shit. I've been glad. I was glad that I didn't get 100K when I made I Never Thought because I would have fucked it up. I would have blew it because I thought I knew. It's just you learn shit. Fake ass Instagram marketing. It's just that, yes. (laughs) For real. Thinking I'm about to. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it takes real lessons and learn. You have to learn this shit and grow. And every most of these rappers were broke. As much as they talk about how much money they had and money they made from drugs and shit like that, these niggas was living day by day. These niggas did not have all this money stacked up or nothing like that. They was living day by day. These niggas sleep on the floor. These niggas was on tour sleeping on the floor. On tour sleeping on the floor. You would never know that when you're on stage. They look like big boss on stage, but they sleeping on the floor when they go home, when they get to the hotel, because the hotel got five people in it. Fact. Because they didn't get two rooms, because they didn't want to spend the money. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't on top shows out of town and slept in the car. Slept in the whip? Slept in the car. <laughs> I used to do that shit when I was 15. But not even on that, like, some of the artists that we know and love was underground for so long. You know what I'm saying? And even then, some people get deals and some of the best songs they've written went to other artists because they didn't have the name to hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, this this has the potential to be a big song, but I know you're not a big artist right now. So what we going to do is give this to an artist that has a big name and see how far the song can go. You know how many people were songwriters before they got to be their own artists? Mm. Party Next Door and wrote so many hits for people. He Before he was party home. next door, and you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and it's not. But he took that lane and he rolled with it. But what I'm saying is, people been using other people's pens for so long. Oh, like you know how sick you got to take a lot of his songs. Like how sick it must feel to you know what I'm saying. Know your song is fire enough to be number one on the charts, but it just can't be under your name. Right. Yes, like yo, my best song is Drake's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. They sleeping on the floor because Cam Tyler robbed them for their money right after the show. Facts. According to Jeff Sky. Facts. That didn't happen. Big facts. Just keep it real with you. That's a I ain't robbed nobody after the show. He a thief. If anything. Photoshop. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I catch him before the show. Anything right. your show want to talk about Flint support? Because how long were we at? Anything else y'all want to talk about about the Concrete Jungle? It's another event, another Concrete Jungle show coming up. What's it, what, what day is that? June second, July second, July second, yeah, July second, seven two, seven two nine ten. Who's performing July second? Everybody guess now. Farillo, uh, Brilla. Um, yeah, I feel like Rashad should be on that one too. He fuck with them. Yeah, I, he might. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know what the lineup is. I would I'm just imagine saying, in my head. I would imagine he is. If they doing a, a heavy R and B show like that, Rashad definitely needs to. He deserves I mean, to be Johnny in that lineup. Fit on there, but he was just on the last one. Yeah. And then, um, I know they have. I know they have one July seventeenth. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that one. I'm gonna be on that set. Damn. So, are you gonna talk about that? 
Oh, I guess we can't talk about it. Yeah. You're right. We ain't coming back. We can talk about it next week, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to be on that set. So uh, July 17th, make sure y'all come out again, same location. This is a concert series that's going on throughout the summer. So I want you guys to be able to come and support these guys. Just come and support us. Um, 17th. And it's another one in August. Come listen. I believe it's three. Come yeah, some really dope, listen yeah, to some really dope music. It's three in August and then it's one in September. Okay. So, um, yeah, July 2nd and uh, July 17th. Uh, July 17th, I'm, I know I'm on that set. So if for anybody who wants to put me, come out there. I'm going to be there July 2nd. So uh, I'm going to be I'm there still... July 2nd. I'm going to be performing July 17th as well. So, you know, um, me and him. So come out. Me and him got some shit. We got a, we got a, we got a few songs together. We for sure going to perform some shit on my set. This nigga Fig was always talking about like, man, y'all got, I'm out on an album. Now look at you, look at y'all. Y'all about to see us perform this fucking music that I told y'all I wasn't that on the we album, got. But I wasn't on the album. That wasn't even an album. That was a project. You gonna be on the album? Relax. He's still not on the album. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. How do, hey, how he do we, tried to hey, appease you with the throwaway fig, records. Hey, I'm gonna put you on my promo shit, but you can't be on my records. album. Hey, bro, I'm gonna put records. you on. Hold on, stop. I'm gonna put you on my promo shit, but you can't be on my album. He they, told you pretty how much. Like, I'm gonna feature on your shit. <laughs> right. I'm gonna step around and do some music with you. It's just not gonna be on my album. It's crazy. Bro, I, I even got a spot on his album. That is crazy. J-Dub got Listen, dude. He got a J Dub feature. Do you should have been telling feature. people this That's whole time. Like, yeah, I got a spot on Karen's album. I don't know why you ain't been telling people. And now That's your fault. He nah. wanna make it seem like I That's your been, biggest I achievement is getting the song on his <laughs> album. You hear how he said it? I'm saying you it be telling he people, even, you got a song on He said for, he album. complained for multiple episodes That's that he is not on the album. Now I now I tell him that this whole time he could have been saying that he on the album and then now it sounds like I'm just blessing it. Nigga, I, no, that's right. what I saw. I feel about it. He said, You don't want to mess up your one blessing, fit. You don't want to mess up your one blessing. That is crazy. Dream not on the album either, so and then Dream, we got it. And then Dream on the album, too. I am. All the guys are on the album, period. Oh, he gonna try to put the UFO cipher on. He ain't even on no, <laughs> he gonna try to put the UFO cipher on his album. Hey. Like, yeah, all the guys is here, man. And he gonna do the outro. <laughs> He Over you, status. that's so funny. <laughs> let the people know, man. Hey, he didn't even tag me though. Oh, shit, man. You gotta find hey. that on your own. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Would it be crazy if I put the UFO cipher on my album and I'm not even on the motherfucker? Nah, you gonna do the outro over you? Hey, me he gonna be like, I finally made, I graduated. Yeah, I'm on here too. Hey, yeah, me. he did <laughs> with the alley. What was at the graduation? Hey. Hey, Rick, me and Rick, me and Rick said we're gonna film like a uh, a little uh, Migos or academic skit about me not being on the cyber. <laughs> All right, let's get into. I look like I got left off you for something. Let's get into some laid back bullshit, man. Running about to the last last you know hour of the show, forty five minutes of the show. Yeah, yeah. People had issues with Juneteenth. People, people said. Their problem with it was they mad that they they should they wasted their time making it a holiday because they didn't fix the other stuff surrounding it. They didn't fix any real change. And so, what y'all think? Uh, I think that that criticism was seen coming from a mile away, and I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I'm 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 cool with them doing it. Like, look, I don't, I just feel like it's no such thing as 
taking coins and not being passionate about issues. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people feel like if I accept the coins that was take that I was given here, that I'm suddenly care less about the other issues. And I don't I don't think that's necessarily the case at all. I don't think I'm passionate about taking the coins. That's I'm, like I'm saying, somewhat shrugging about it. I'm like, that's cool. That's like saying You know, but I don't be, gotta be tripping. I don't that's like saying trip about we it. should we shouldn't be happy police stopped killing us because they still ain't gave us reparations. What? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm it's apples and oranges here. I mean, I'm cool with it. It can be a holiday. Right, and they still have work to do. All right, so the way I look at it is, America has the history it has, right? Right. There's no one move that's gonna just wipe all of that away, for sure. Right. But making that a national holiday, I feel like, is a step in the right direction. Whether the the idea behind it has some kind of ulterior motive, or you know, what I'm saying whether. It was just something that they decided to do because of the tension that's going on in the country right now. It's still a step in the right direction. Well, look, if we want to get nuanced, there's two ideas. <coughs> Excuse me. There's two ideas. The first idea, number one, is that nobody, the government has its own trust problem anyway. Mm-hmm. So almost nothing the government does is seen with 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 moral intentions by at, at, by the amount of people in the country that should, mm. flat out, almost nothing. Like the government could sleep and people would be like, "Man, this sum up with this." Mm. So it's I just mean, years of oppression has something to do with that. So, so, so it's just at the end of the day, the government doesn't have a positive look on anything they do at all. Period. No matter what they do, and that's what the government has to accept. That's what people have to accept about the government. That's just <laughs> going to be flat out true until we spend however long under a government that seems ethical, which is very unlikely. Right, so that's the right. problem with that. They gotta spend four hundred years treating black people with the utmost respect. With the utmost, but but not even just black. Up for four hundred years, but not even just black people. They do, but it's just that like it's just that so many people have lack of trust with the government for so many different reasons. It's all over the place. Niggas don't trust the government when it comes to like like anything like at all like. Native Americans don't trust the government. Yeah, but the Asians happen. don't trust the Do government. Do niggas trust niggas. any government anywhere? I think there are governments that have a happier rapport with the, with its people, but I, and and I and I think I think the United States does have an have issue that secrets though. I think I, even those governments have secrets. That's not what we're talking about though. We're talking about their decision making and the motives behind their decision making. There are governments that can make a decision that the that the people may not necessarily understand entirely, but understand that they will make a decision in the best for them. But we somewhat uniquely have adjusted to a society that's so polarized that almost every decision that the government makes has to be questioned. And I, and it somewhat is understandable because of the shit that the government fucking do. So it's, at the end of the day, that's their problem. So Juneteenth is just another thing that the government did that made everyone else go, nigga, what the fuck? So I I see it, but and also my second point is that I also don't necessarily feel like it's a big or a really I don't want to use the word big I don't even really feel like it's this the it's it, it's not really an effective piece of change in any way at all for real. I mean it's like it's almost like like appeasement. You know, I don't really... It's just one of those things where, like, you could write down in a history book, but it doesn't do nothing. So I feel the point. 
But I also didn't trip about it because it's like, okay. That's how I feel about it. It's like, cool. You did it. All right. You know? I don't know. That's like exactly how I feel about it. I can't describe it no other way. I think all this performative outrage makes you look like idiots. That's what I think. I think when you come out here and you say it's stupid for the government to make it a national holiday because they still have work to do, it's because you're not taking the time to to look at the full, the big picture. Because why, why can't you make something a national holiday and still have work to do? Even if they did the work you wanted them to do, there's still work to do. Okay, and then that's where more nuance comes in as well. Where it is true that when you understand the nuance of what's going on, right? Now, look, like I said, you can have trust issues with the government. I know people, when you get into talking about the nuance of politics and talking about politicians or what happened specifically, my bad, they always question if we really know what happened and shit. But, but outside of that, you hit him I said he should have flopped He should have flopped All the way to the flow <laughs> Oh my god But uh, But at the end of the day if When you understand the nuance You understand that That this is one of those things That was done Because of the lack The lack Of Easiness To do the other things It was just It was just like This is something that's A little easier for us to handle At this moment Because it's harder to do other stuff Now with I that think- being said I understand that the government Don't un- Don't necessarily want to do Everything you want to do But there are some things That a I good think- amount of politicians Seem to want to do That would help people us don't- That they can't really do Because of the dynamics In politics today I think people don't understand That People who aren't good for you can still do good for you. <coughs> and I think like that's a big issue with most people. They don't even really get that. Just because somebody is not good for you don't mean that the shit they do for you can't benefit you. Big facts. When I talk about minimum wage hikes, I feel like a lot of people be like... And vice versa. If somebody is... is you feel like they're really trying to give you more money? I'll be like, I mean... Nigga, they passed the law, I guess, nigga. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It's just that, but but we understand the dynamics. I do think they genuinely want a $15 minimum wage because, number one, is it works in their political favor anyway. But then, but the next problem is they have a, a opposite opposing political power, p- party that has enough power to uh, make that fight a little more difficult. So it's just that, like, at the end of the day, it's like there is nuance to the issue. Other than the politicians don't want to do shit. But I agree that the politicians are untrustworthy. But if there are things that they can do that help us, I mean, fuck it. I mean, I'll take the shit. Okay. Do the shit. Uh, let's run into some more. Pistons got the top pick in the draft lottery. That's pretty cool. Uh, Airbnb paid a woman $7 million not to talk about her rape at an Airbnb. So should she have to give that back since we obviously know about it? Wait, what? They gave somebody seven million to not talk about being sexually assaulted. She, yeah, she got raped at an Airbnb. It's a long story. It's kind of like okay, she it was in New York, and it was at one of those spots where the people who own it don't live there, so the keys were kept at a nearby bodega. Mm-hmm. Somebody took those keys, made a copy of them. Mm-hmm. So then when she she went to the Airbnb with her friends, and when she came back. She came back from like the club or something by herself instead of with her friends. She came back early to get some sleep, but she was tired or some shit. Didn't feel good. When she came back, she went to the bathroom. I guess she didn't see him in the shadows. And then he like snuck in the bathroom after her and held a knife up to her neck and raped her. And then when the police came afterwards, this nigga came back and was like he peered into the doorway. And she was like, "Oh, there he go." 
and then the police arrested him. But then Airbnb paid her $7 million to not, you know, come public with it. Oh, so Airbnb, Airbnb paid her. Tried to where, cover Where was this out again? New York. Okay. Um, and since we obviously know about it, my question is, should she have to give it back? Hell no. Nah. That's her lick. That's cool. Hell no. Nah. She, she went through the, all that. But she broke the terms of the agreement. Fuck okay. that agreement. Man, I'm talking legally speaking, though. No, fuck it. Nah. Nigga, what you mean? Nigga, I'm a rapper. I don't talk legally. Nigga, we rappers. Yeah, but you gotta sue people as a rapper. Okay, but nigga, at the end of the day, this her. This, this is a lick that she. That I'm clapping on. Yeah, good lick. Good lick. Oh, that's that's cool. Hey, look, um, all I gotta say is I'm engaged, so I can't answer that question. Did y'all what? <laughs> okay, thank <laughs> you. Did y'all see the the baby and Megan feud? Man, yeah, I feel like that. They so okay. That's just silly to me, low key hype. So. The baby did a song with Tori before the whole situation. And that's and what I think people promo. don't understand it. They don't know how music works. Yeah, so the promo for that shit got pushed back between COVID, between everything that was going on with Tory Lanez, maybe being in jail and not being in jail, all this old extra shit. A lot of that stuff got pushed back. So when uh, when he first started talking about it, Tori was like, yo, I got a video with the baby coming out, blah, blah, blah. Meg was like, ah, that song was old, didn't get cleared. Fuck you, it's not dropping, like... But I got a song with Baby that's coming out, blah, blah, blah. I think that was when they did the Crybaby record or something like that. Mm -hmm. So fast forward, the song and video that they shot gets cleared. Mind you, the not the one who clears records. You are never the person that clears your record. Your label does that. The people behind the scenes do that. Some people on Tory's side does that. Some people on Baby's side does that. A lot of times without either of them knowing. Mm-hmm. Because that's business that people delegate, so he can when, focus on when the being baby creative. Makes a song he doesn't own it, and you know what I'm saying there's certain things that you delegate, so you can focus on the part of the business that you focus on, mm-hmm. which is being creative, which is being the artist, which is showing up in the places you need rapper shit. So when this song finally does come out, and Tori is promoting it, and everybody's looking like, damn, what side of the fence is the baby on? And make it look like Hold he on. just hopped ship and Hold he just on, jumped this. on Tori's When I say side. he doesn't own it, I mean he doesn't own the rights to it. He still owns his song, so people don't cut on him and be like, yeah, you do own it. He don't own the rights to it because they pay for the rights to it when you sign to a label. Right, so when the song gets released, people see him in the video and assume that they just did the video. Mm-hmm. People assume that since I'm getting it, I get stuff as soon as artists finish it. As soon as it leaves the editor, it comes straight to us on YouTube or wherever. But that's not the case. Now, Tori is going to run around and, you know what I'm saying, put this video on everyone's face because it's his record. He has to promote it. Mm-hmm. As an artist, that's your job. You have to promote your work. On top of a bunch of other shit. But the baby, who I feel like still stands with Meg, is like, look, when this got cleared, I had nothing to do with that. Right. So whoever cleared it, cleared it. But I have no bad energy for you, Meg. I know I did this song with this nigga, but that was before all of the bullshit happened. Mm -hmm. But also, his Twitter... A tweet was retweeted on his Twitter that says something along the lines of him and Tory 
um, our best you know, friends because they both yeah. shot people and don't have to go to jail. Yeah, so he said he didn't retweet it. Twitter was on some weird shit. And he dropped a video. I mean, he posted a video of him showing him trying to undo the retweet and it wouldn't work, which, I mean, it would seem like evidence enough for me. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that Twitter was on some Illuminati shit, but shit be acting weird sometimes. That's yeah, shit, shit do be glitching sometimes. Shit do be glitching sometimes, and it is, you know. But, I mean, even at the, at the end of the day, even if he did the song after, even if he did it after, you know, I, I, I truly wouldn't have any issue with it because, look, at the beginning, the accusation was what it was. Right. Right? Which, at the end of the day, was an extreme accusation, which made a lot of people go, what the fuck? Including me. Like, but, look, over yeah. time, we understood the cloudiness of the situation. And now we have to lean back and let it work out. Because the people, look, I'm not trying to throw out theories to validate Megan's claim. I'm just saying that based on Tory's claims as well, and based on what's public, the people don't even know if Megan was necessarily shot. And if she was shot, if it was on purpose or an accident, None of this information is known at all. What led up to the shots, if there were shots, because that's even in question. The entire situation is just a giant gray blob. And it's on purpose because you guys are handling the situation in private. All right, Cam going to PC y'all to death. I was there, right? So look, boom. It's me, it's Tori, it's Meg, it's Kylie Jenner, right? We in the back of this car and... You know what I'm saying? It was a limo or whatever. It's enough space for all of us to sit in there comfortably. So then, uh, Tori, y'all talking about Meg, or he talking to her like, yo, why was you doing all that in the party? She like, nigga, what you talking about? So he was saying that he ain't like the way that, you know what I'm saying, she was she was, act- she was kind of fronting on him in the party. You know what I'm saying? He bought her to the party, you know, and they came together. He like, damn, I thought you was going to chill with me the whole time or whatever. Make me look good, boss me up, blah, blah, blah. She like, nigga, I ain't got time for that. I wanted to dance. He like, the whole party, though? She like, nigga, they was playing music the whole party. So then he started getting on her nerves. She like, you know what, fuck it, I'm about to get out. So I'm like, you know, I should get out with y'all. But then Tory Lanez was like, you know, but we got that song. We might as well just head to the studio. So I stayed in the car, you know what I'm saying? I was in the back still. So then... He hop out and get to yelling at me, like, yo, what's going on? You really about to do this right here? And then she's like, nigga, you ain't going to stop me. And he's like, I ain't going to what? Then he upped the blicky. Allegedly. Bop, bop. No, nah, nigga, I was there. I'm <laughs> so then he upped the blicky. Bop, bop. And he was trying to just shoot at the, you know what I'm saying, at the ground, trying to make it seem like, look, if I wanted to, I could clip your ass. But you know what I'm saying, how ricochets happen. She got hit in the foot. A whole bunch of other shit happened. I had to dip. And then, you know what I'm saying, I got in a whole different car. I went around the block and caught an Uber. Allegedly. So, you know what I'm saying. So, the Bucks beat the Nets. Cut off my story with the Bucks? Okay. Well, yeah, because cause you just yeah you because you just implicated yourself. In the <laughs> oh, go, 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 go. They not looking for me right go, now. Go ahead, Fig. Yeah, now now they are. Ahead, they ain't checking for me right now. And go if you look. are, Malcolm Wyatt streaming on all streaming platforms. Survival is on Love all streaming platforms. You can get it to me. You can get it directly from me on Bandcamp. GSTheDream.com. Love the both Megan story, by the way. Like, I, just, I just wish y'all love the message. Everybody gets justice wherever way justice is. So y'all. What is this nigga talking about, Jason? All right. 
Um, the Bucks beat the Nets. I, I, what y'all think? Did y'all call that? Did y'all think it was gonna happen? Yeah. I mean. Uh, I mean, it's. I, I understood it was a possibility. Who you think? Bucks versus Hawks. Who you got? Hawks. I, you said Hawks. Yep. Who you said? I don't think. I don't think I'm putting no bet on the game, and I don't got no opinion on the game. I think the Bucks. Bucks I think the Bucks got it. I think because the they can't stop. They can't Listen, stop. They can't if stop. The Hawks win. You got to jump out of the plane with me. I thought we were okay, but if Giannis win, <laughs> if who Giannis? Who is that? Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you just fucked this man name. That's all how you the way. say it, bro. Giannis. Giannis. No, it's Giannis. Giannis. No, bro. Ante Tacumpo. Ante Tacumpo. Bro, it's, it's definitely Giannis, bro. It's Giannis. Giannis right. Ante Tacumpo. Yeah, bro. It's 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 a it's an AKA in there somewhere. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna figure it out. It's an AKA in there somewhere. I'm gonna find it. So two niggas confirming it for you, just not. They can't stop them. Okay. So I think One they got them. So if 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 the Bucks win, you gotta jump with me out of plane. So we jump out of plane either way. The difference is either I'm jumping with you or you jumping with me. Oh fuck it. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that means. All right, so look, if I'm making him jump with me. He got to plan the event. Oh, so y'all jumping on a plane separately from us jumping on a plane? No, nah, no, nah, it's all the same. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah, so how is he the planning the event? Who else going to plan it? So you're saying whoever loses has to plan the event? Let's go with that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Why is... Okay, so I'm cool with not having to plan the event again. Was you planning on planning the event? <laughs> no. I didn't, I didn't think you was planning. First of all, I'm pretty sure the producer does that. And it's already done. Cam, you don't do anything. I know where you we're just, going and everything. Bro, but, show up on Tuesday. Bro, but I just, I <laughs> bro, but you were, bro, you were just trying to say. <laughs> but you were just trying to say you you were just trying to say whoever loses has to plan the event. <laughs> so in my mind, I was like, okay, so it's dope that me nor Jeff are guaranteed to never have to plan the event because they we're not already, in your competition. You or Jeff were already guaranteed to not play. So Dream might have had to plan the event this whole time, is what you're saying. Dream is more apt. It's very possible. To, <laughs> okay, cool. To, to, True. Yeah, because Jeff got too much going on. You don't care. What? I don't got nothing going on? Wait, wait a second. I don't got nothing going not on. No, he said I don't care. Well, it's okay. You don't care because you got stuff going on? No, I do care. <laughs> I, I, I give that. lots of shits. Yeah, I give lots of fucks. <laughs> bro, All the fucks, fucks that I have. Man, I'm... Please, don't bring your fucks over here. We don't want them. No, I give them here. I give all the fucks <laughs> all over the place here. I care about them. Whoa. All this over the place. Nasty. <laughs> give all my fucks. That you sounds messy. He's a very freaking cam. That just sounds messy. I must you can't take him to my mind. everywhere. All right. People mad at Nick Cannon for having seven kids. They say he irresponsible. Was well, he paying child support? I mean, he got enough. We got more than enough money to take care of his kids. And yeah, then, I'm sure he's doing just fine. Though. All right. So look. Rumor has it he told Mariah he wanted nine kids and she wasn't for it. Right? They say they say he can't. Oh my bad. Continue. So if rumor has it he the lady that he was trying to you know what I'm saying settle down with and be with for the rest of his life. And then on top of that he say women is his vice. He doesn't drink. He does smoke. Blah blah blah. But like. 
I'm not sure if that's true. I think I just threw that out there because I don't think <laughs> I think I just threw that out there. <laughs> kind of I will like say this. I think I threw that out there. For some reason, I thought I was Nick Cannon for two seconds. Yeah, they, but Because <laughs> Nick but Cannon was in the limo He said women in his vice. So, like, you know, I feel like he out there spreading seeds. But if he told somebody he wanted nine kids seriously... I feel like he just working towards his goal. He got all his other goals accomplished. He wanted his own show. He got that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why can't this just be another thing on his to-do list? They say he irresponsible because he can't be in seven places at once. Okay, so bring Ten. all the motherfuckers to the same That place. was my thing. He got enough money to to bring all his his baby mamas. Except for Mariah Carey. If you get a compound. Seven different baby mamas? No, 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 no. It's five. Cause he got two sets of twins. No, yeah, two sets of twins, so five. Okay. So it'll be seven How kids. How many does with he have with women. Mariah? The two. two. Oh, twins, he's got a tw- yeah. twins. twins. Okay. Yeah. He got two sets of twins. Dang. I didn't. Yeah, dang. Compound. So all of the pregnancies. Well, Mariah, Mariah not coming to the compound. All of the pregnancies were different right women. We know but, Mariah. No, but she'll send the kids. Bro, the, fight, the kids can come visit for oh, sure. sure. I just don't think the house would survive. Bro, the comp- they don't even have to see each other. What I'm telling you is you get a compound, which is a, a area that. Has separate little houses. It'd be a big house and however many little houses you want. But all you need, all you need is seven uh, orders from the courts, or five because you need five baby mamas. That say you get your kids for the summer. Every summer your shit's slapping. All the kids, he rich enough, so all the kids can come stay with him for the summer. He got enough bedrooms. That's a fact. He good money. Now he's a great dad. He's like any he's like any other dad who they live they they have a separate, you know, relationship from the mom. Mm-hmm. So the mama got them for the year and they got them for the summer cuz they might live out the state. It is what it is. That's just how it goes. So how is he any less responsible than a person with one kid but they don't live in the same state? All I'm saying is if he can feasibly take care of his kids, cool. <laughs> The women don't seem to be beefing. The women that are in his life that he had kids with, they aren't arguing with each other. You don't even see them on social media. And they their don't have to get pregnant. Are lined. It ain't like they had to get pregnant. No, but what I'm saying kids. is, if that if that works for them, then that works for them. Like get out of people's bedrooms, get out of people's business, bro. And you don't have to have. If he want to have seventy two kids, kids, right? He can have seventy two kids. Let's say you have sex with somebody who got five kids. Mm-hmm. You don't, in the back of your mind, think like, "Damn, I might fuck around and be day six. You know what I'm saying? Make the six kid. I might get them a six kid, yeah. Exactly. So you know what you're getting into. You just didn't give a fuck. I think it's Definitely. somewhat silly to have an opinion on this situation in general. It is. It is. I think people you just let get people, out of people's business. Let them. Yeah. Let them do what they want to do. Bro. Yeah, it's somewhat silly. Let them come that. where they want to come. Situation. Guess what? If Nick Consent. Cannon has another kid tomorrow, I'm still gonna be broke. I got a good question. It's <laughs> not affecting me. Should at they all. throw gender reveal parties for adults? Or better question, how long before they throw gender reveal parties for adults? What the fuck are you saying? I feel like if the are we talking about like when they change? Like if somebody was in transition? Or like when they just say like, they hey, identify. Guess what I'm about to be. Like, I'm gonna identify but but if it, it can't be a reveal party because we know what you identify yeah. now. No, what if they say I I I identified as a girl, but now I identify as they them. 
terrible idea. What color? Gender reveal? Yeah. A bunch, I guess. Almost the worst idea you've ever had. I almost felt like I'm just saying. Okay, so my question is, bro, probably the worst idea. So my question. So I changed the question. It was a better question. How long before they do it? Because it's obviously gonna happen. What do you mean? It's obviously gonna happen. This is a terrible idea. Terrible question. Terrible. So what's terrible assumption? So what's terrible prediction? So you think it's not gonna happen? I give it seven years. You don't think they're gonna have no gender reveal parties for adults? It don't make sense. I'm willing to bet money on this one. I'm willing, I'm willing to, to bet. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet real money on this. I one. give it seven years, <laughs> tops. Because people are very crazy, and if Come they do, on, they do man. gender reveal parties. Yeah. They just started gender reveal parties for babies in the last five years. You know, they were telling people that you can like the last put on the birth certificate that the baby doesn't have a gender and like let them decide their gender later. And when they decide <laughs> their gender later, they're gonna throw a fucking party for it. So how long before they start throwing parties for a Dang, what if somebody don't decide until they like Je- 18, 19? And then they got to throw goes, a fucking party for it. Jeff That's goes, I identify crazy. as I'm going to tell you later. I identify <laughs> as I'm going to tell you later. <laughs> I mean, if we can start identifying as anything, I'm going to identify as some Everfresh apple juice. He said and I'm going to just tell <laughs> I'm gonna tell people like, bro, I don't have bills. I'm a jar of apple juice, bro. Get the bro, fuck away from me. Yeah, bro, it's not gonna work, bro. I no think one's, no one's gonna. It's going to happen, bro. Somebody it's going is. to happen. Nah, I mean, no, 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 no. no. It's people that identify as fucking dogs and shit like. It's gonna happen in Cali first. It's gonna happen in Cali. No, 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 no. You will not find me a case of people. There are people who date people. That pretend to be their pets, but that's not the they talk no, 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 to no, no, them. No, 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 no. Like they are pets. No, no, no. We're gonna separate dog play with identifying as a dog, and in your in your livelihood, like on your ID, you a fucking dog. I dog hoes, like, not just one, but like, all hoes. Like, y'all hoes. Only thing I love is all pros. There's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference between them niggas and all pros. In actually identifying as something. Nah. Okay. Shorty pissed in the house, and he put her in okay. the dog house. All right. All right. <laughs> Shorty all right. pissed off. I'm telling Leave, you, bro. Okay. I wish no, I, I didn't see it, but, she, but I saw all right, it. So all now right. y'all got to know about it. No Leaving food overnight. Leaving food out overnight. Would you still eat it? Hell yeah. That adds a seasoning. It depends on what it is. Wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating. Life adds yeah, seasoning. I don't think so. it matter what it is. I'm that eating that shit. That Usher told T-Pain he fucked up music. Do you agree? Wait, who? T-Pain. Usher told T-Pain he fucked well, up What, auto-tune? Yeah. Usher used nah. auto-tune. What the fuck you talking about? Obviously, it can't be true. Nah. Usher used auto-tune. I think zero function. Nah. He might. He might have a argument, albeit I personally believe it's a bad argument if he's talking about the zero function. But auto tune in general, I think it revolutionized music and it made it better overall. Yeah, it made music way better. People don't know the the things that auto tune can do. They only can recognize auto tune in this most obvious fashion. They don't even recognize what auto tune do. Why you <laughs> why you go up an octave with it's it? It's like, like when I go like I do the like, cadence. <laughs> I do the cadence, but you do the octave. Like. It's, like, it's like when I call people, they don't say hello. They just start singing my voice when they answer the phone. Every you know what's crazy though? I feel like that's gonna be a thing. So like when you get to that level you're trying to get to, 
Like, you're going to have motherfuckers calling each other doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? People that don't even know you, it's just going to be like fan behavior at that point. So the fact that you, you know what I'm saying, you see it before it grows into like a nationwide thing, bro, just enjoy it. Yeah, just like if I call you at 8 a.m., I get it. It's 8 a.m. But I, I'm just a little bit tired. Why you hit me up so early? Should have called me around noon. Why you hit me up so early? Should have called me around noon. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it be back to back. Just like how they're doing it separately, it be one person doing that shit every time I call. It be like, okay, all right, bro. Okay, so a dude asked to see his kid for Father's Day, but Shorty said they was out of town in Vegas with her boyfriend, and he should have made plans beforehand. What you think? Hmm. I feel like you gotta take me. You gotta tell me before you take my kid to Vegas. You gotta tell me before you take my kid to Vegas. That's one. That's one thing. Number two. Two. The dad should have hit him up before Father's Day. Why the fuck do I gotta make plans to see my? If I, I mean, it wasn't Father's Day. It was like before Father's Day, and it was like, yo, I want to see. Can I have him on Sunday? And it's like we in Vegas. We out of town, and it's like. She's like, you had all year to make plans. And it's like, I feel like that's fucking obvious. Well, clearly. That I would want my child on Father's Day. Why would you go out of town? And if, and, if you, and if you're making plans to go out of town on Father's Day, why wouldn't you hit me up first and be like, yo, I'm going to be out of town on Father's Day. Do you want to, you got something you want to see? <laughs> your child? Do you want to? You want me to leave your child here with you for you this whole day? My, my complaint is, why would you make? <laughs> why did that? Like, my, yo, I'm about to go out of town. Is there anything good on Netflix? You got something you want to see? <laughs> my complaint is, why would you make it so my kids can't see me on Father's Day if they wanted to? On the mic. That's control. Why would you make it so? Yeah. Why would you make it so? My kids can't see me on Father's Day if they wanted to. Like, what if my son wanted to see me on Father's Day? But you going to Vegas with your boyfriend. So, like. I feel like um, <clears throat> as a as somebody that's in a relationship that, you know what I'm saying, has kids involved in it. One, we're still together, so this situation doesn't really apply, like, all the way. But when there's certain things that affect our time with the kids, we always have those kind of conversations. So Communicate. When people, you know what I'm saying, they split for whatever reasons, they seem to want to take out their frustrations through the child because you and that person don't see eye to eye. So it takes a totally different level of maturity to co-parent because you got to get out of your feelings and be like, damn, what will my kid want? Even if I can't stand this person I had the child with, I have to be cordial enough to have conversations for the betterment of the child. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be able to say, you know, I hate you. I hate everything about you. But when I come to the crib Friday to pick up my son for the weekend, we need to be able to smile and act like we can coexist. That's one of those scenarios where they seem like they wanted to. You you know how, like, people create scenarios where they kind of want to create an issue? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where you kind of. They like she knew. knew you knew that he was gonna ask, and this was your chance to say that y'all in Vegas, and this is something that he should have been doing. Like, like this is one of those situations where you kind of knew. Yeah, <laughs> he said it's eight. Why the hell is you calling me? But no, it's. I just feel like it's. It's so easy to communicate, and it's even on situations that aren't this big. It's. A lot of times, the petty move takes way more energy than just communicating. Yeah, when you choose not, when you go out your way to choose not to communicate, that is, it's a obvious. Like, like me yeah, it's contacting obvious. you 
in what you consider is not enough time is not worse than you going out your way to not communicate with me when you knew what you Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred uh, yeah. percent. You also and then attention. we don't even know. You also what. should have reached out mm-hmm. not the day of because we don't even I mean, know the day, what they're the before because he was asking to see him on Sunday, on Father's Day. Okay. So it had to be before. Like maybe like Friday. But that's what I'm saying. Like we don't even know what I mean, it should be a given. But then people were commenting like, and they were saying Father's like, Day, so. oh, you had all, like people were commenting like, no, it happened to me last year and you had all year to make plans. And it's like, what the fuck should I tell you a year in advance that I want to see my child for Father's Day? Or does it suffice if I let you know right now that I want to see my child every Father's Day? I just feel like if I, do I have do, to re-up on that. I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like if it was like, hey, I'm taking You got kid. a subscription, like, hold on. I want to see my child next year. Don't forget. If it was like, hey, I'm fuck. taking the kids to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, overlaps you, Father's Day. You know, it overlaps Father's Day. Do you want me that. to leave your child with you instead? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you can take them. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Because that at least give you the option. Like, oh dang, can I pay for a ticket for him to come see me on this day? Or you know what I'm saying? Like, but then, I, then there's communication and there's a way. It's just kind of wiggle room to figure out what y'all gonna do for real. Would you want me to take? Because it's the kids? not just your child. And if, first of all, if you're taking. Your child out of town, and it's not just your child. You gotta let you gotta let the other like I don't. If if you're taking, and I'm not a parent, but if you're taking my child out of town, you gotta let me know my child is not gonna be in the same, you know, proximity as me. Let me know so I can't. I, I know I can't go save them if some shit happen. You know what I mean? I know I can't be. You know, I need to know this type of shit. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they I need to be aware of where the fuck my kid is at. I don't, y'all don't think any mother would want the father to take the child out of town without them knowing, especially on Mother's Not Day. Especially if I'm taking especially them with my girlfriend. Day. And with my girlfriend on Mother's Day. <laughs> on Mother's Day, though. Me and my girlfriend on Mother's Day. Me and my girl about to dip out y'all gotta spend with time my with. child on Mother's Day. No, but that's because you are you, you have your kid all the time. But in that situation, he was like, yo, I uh, I have my kid like every other weekend type shit. So it's like, yeah, you don't have your kid majority of the time. Yeah, you kind of want to be like, give me my days off when I can have them. Mm. But if you don't have your kid majority of the time, you want to appreciate the time you do have with them. Especially yeah, you want to see him on a holiday that's dedicated to... To parenthood. Yeah, to parenthood. Yeah. Just Guy says he's strictly against having his kid on Father's Day. He's supposed to get a break that day. I mean, if that's what works for you, bro, more power to you. You know what I'm saying? Strictly. Take your breaks. So uh, let that young black man celebrate his day. How long? much sex does someone have to have before you can consider before you will consider them a sex addict? I don't uh, think it's a number. I yeah. think it's like the frequency. Seven. <laughs> okay. Well, seven days. We settled that. Seven people in a day. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. It does make you say wow So maybe that's the number yeah, but, well, but look I, I I, mean I was just going to say that I, I think it's less about a number And I think about if, if the amount of definitely frequency having. And it's also if mind have- What is on your mind If you're really thinking about I'm about to smash that shit When she walks by Or I'm going to hit that Or damn It depends what on what is stopping you from doing What if you have an exorbitant amount of sex in a day But you don't enjoy it uh, yo, that's not. I don't know if that's an. Ad- that might be an addiction. 
uh, yeah, I guess it's an addiction, but that's like. But like, how could you not enjoy what, it if you were doing it? Well, all the time? I'm confused on what's driving your addiction. They don't like. I would want to ask a scientist about Probably the driving mean of like finishing. If you don't enjoy it, you might you you cannot enjoy it after. But if come and make a mad, <laughs> have a great day. I would not get up every morning. At, or I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, having a great time and he's fucking pissed off. To the heart. Wake up in the morning like, with morning wood, <laughs> mad as fuck. You think fuck. coming? You just gotta, get the beating her ass. Get like, this going before I go to work today. <laughs> Okay, bro. Why are you so fucking fine? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) shit. Ikea Juneteenth menu sparks outrage. Ikea, like the place where you buy furniture that's going to fall apart eventually. Yeah. uh, According to the NY Post, an Atlanta branch of the Scandinavian furniture chain has sparked outrage with what employees are calling an intensely problematic menu curated curated to celebrate the holiday, which marks the emancipation of the very last enslaved Americans. To honor the perseverance of black Americans and, and acknowledge the progress yet to be made, we observe Juneteenth on Saturday, June 19th, 2021, begins an email acquired by TMZ, which was sent to employees at the branch last week. Look out for a special menu on Saturday, which will include fried chicken, watermelon, mac and cheese, potato salad, collard greens, and candy yams. The selection included items that have historically been used to demean African Americans through stereotyping resulted in multiple employees calling out of work in protest, according to a local news channel. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I don't understand the outrage because that menu looks delicious, bro. That shit fire. I was smacked. Cut. So look, you tell me that's the menu for work on that day. First, the food. I'm, I'm not calling up. out. I'm showing up early. First I'm bringing. It's gonna plates. be trash, y'all. Excitement is. All right, be so look. Yeah, First thing, be, who came up with this? It's going like, to be awful. Look, who was in this no, is a problem. No, hold on, no, no. There is no white person out there who was like, we're going to put collard greens on this menu. It would have said colored. That makes me believe <laughs> a black person was in charge of this. You know, okay, look. This is the problem. And here's clearly why a black person wasn't in charge. And here's the problem. Because fried chicken and watermelon is right at the top. Clearly, they know fried chicken and watermelon is fire. No, bro. Clearly, they there's clearly just a bunch of random black foods randomly organized. It'd be different if it was like okay. If we you could, get not, there, look, if you get there and the mac and cheese is baked, look, it, it'd be different if they was like, look, we don't have a soul food <laughs> restaurant come in do catering, black owned. You know, what I'm saying, give cool fire. You they you threw random. Black foods that don't necessarily always blend together on a list, and just said this is what we eat. And I, so fried chicken. Together, the only thing that don't is the watermelon. Bro, watermelon, right? But the, it doesn't need to be at the top with the hot fried chicken. It, that shit needs to be at the bottom and, with it, the candy can. And then why are there that many fucking sides in one meat? I mean, to be honest, come yeah, on. Yeah, where the fuck is the spicy Polish? Any dog? ribs? So check this, right? Something. I mean ribs, yeah. yeah but that, but besides like, the watermelon, like in soul food, but it's not. Besides the watermelon, all of this stuff is available at KFC. So how do we know it's not just being catered by KFC with a side of watermelon? That's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Imagine walking. <laughs> Jeff said, "I like my chicken with watermelon in it." <laughs> Imagine watermelon <laughs> chicken, bro. Yes. Hey. No, nah, put the watermelon seasoning on it. Hey, fried fried in watermelon <laughs> juice. 
I can't imagine <laughs> how hot I'd the be. Watermelon <laughs> I can't imagine how hot I'd be if I walk into the office and I got cooked turkey fried chicken buckets. Colonel just staring at me hey. when I walk in the <laughs> <laughs> fucking buckets of Kentucky fried chicken just filled with fried watermelon. I would be hot as hell. Like, <laughs> Deep fried watermelon. Oh my in that God, man. All right, let's run through some more bullshit before we get up out of here. New Jersey woman tried to follow some dining dashers who had a $70 bill and got kidnapped and assaulted before they kicked her out the car. Ah, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> Next. Why would you chase them? <laughs> let them run. Just yeah, them let them run. It ain't your money. Yeah, it ain't your money. I mean, you you ain't getting your tip. For if, sure, if your so. boss take that take that out your check, then I think you need to when they pay at a couple tables, take that out their check. Ain't no way in the world the boss is <laughs> so requiring you, you to run and catch that nigga to keep your bread. <laughs> and then even if they paid the bill, there's no guarantee that they was gonna leave a tip. So like at that point. Did we pay? Did we play that murder suspect last week who was rap who was rhyming like Johnny Cochran and sounded crazy? I thought we played that. <laughs> she thought she was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> bro, Jeff is hilarious, bro. He thought she was gonna save the day and grab that seventy dollar bill plus. Man, oh, I didn't water man. Why did what I just song? picture her I leaving out the <laughs> well, the, leaving out the restaurant and throwing I, the cape on, just chasing me? I don't have stuff. time to look for the video. But then got kicked out, so. But the double murder suspect who thought he was Johnny Cochran and killed his wife and daughter and stabbed his son and was trying to like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? He was trying to defend himself. defend himself in court. He was found guilty. That man thought he was Denzel. He was very guilty. First of all, he he asked his son, did I hurt you that night? He's like, yes. Yes. (laughs) How did I hurt you that night? You stabbed me. You stabbed me. See? This nigga closed. I did not so stab then he him. said, the evidence will prove that they planted evidence against me. The evidence will prove that they planted evidence. You, how many times you going to use evidence in this same sentence? In his closing arguments, he admitted to killing his wife. But I didn't stab my son. And that's what I need y'all to understand. <laughs> Them, they dead. They gone. But I did not stab this little nigga. Oh, dumbass nigga thought if he went in there and rhymed, he'd get away to with it. To be honest, I don't think he minded going to jail. I think this was just his chance. You think he just wanted to act out real quick before he got Like, this was his chance to act out. Like, who, to be honest, who don't want to do that shit in the courtroom? Keep it 100 with you. Just Uh-oh. Who don't want to represent yourself I don't want to be in the situation. But, I, but that's <laughs> why I don't want to be myself. in no real shit about it, though. But Because if I really am some real shit, I'm going to hire the nigga who know what he's doing. But... I do want to. I'm just not going to. I do it in the smart. video. So that nigga just said, "I don't give a fuck." So he did it. Yeah, he threw his whole life away for real. Video up. That movie just played. Can you pull it back up? Um. Also, I wanted to talk about this last thing. We got some more topics, but obviously we'll save them to next week as usual. Subway tuna sandwiches ain't got no tuna allegedly. Okay, allegedly by like who? I'm not salad. familiar with this story. What is? Just run it up. Who's saying this? Where's um, this coming from? Uh, scientists, I guess they studied the damn tuna, and it ain't tuna. Bro, I've been watching. I watched. Did y'all watch the conspiracy? No. You think the tuna in the in the ocean ain't real tuna? Man, it's so much bullshit going on with fish, bro. Oh my it god! Wait a second. Want, you can't end like the episode like that. Like, wait a diet, second, bro. There's so much bullshit going on with fish, bro. Nah, all right, so they had stuff that's called, like, um, like, 
I don't want to say cruelty free, but it's like basically they're supposed to only fish a certain amount just to leave the ecosystem like intact, right? They've been overfishing like a motherfucker, and then they like they market it as if they're doing stuff that's safe for the fish and for their environment and shit like that. I don't want to say it's called cruelty free. Yoga sweat. She said, and I'm going to still eat them. What? I don't even know. Oh, she probably talking about the fish. The tuna. The tuna. But like. He said the tuna made out of condensed yoga sweat. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't even eat tuna. So you see, that sounded about I think right. it's all like, like pre-chewed bubble gum. Like, yeah, you know shit what I'm saying? disgusting. I don't eat that shit. You know the ones that you get and they just turn pink after you chew it? I think they just throw that in there and then they add something for texture. Moldy roast beef meat. That's fair. Yeah, I don't eat tuna because tuna be <laughs> sounding gross in general, low key. But me, yeah. I mean, yeah, hey man, if you like tuna, it make the same sound as macaroni. As long as it don't smell like tuna, then you gotta do it. You gotta I mean, do it. Tuna, <laughs> tuna smell better. You gotta and, and I don't like cre- and I don't like creamy mac- macaroni. Yeah, no, it gotta be baked. It gotta, it gotta be, gotta be baked. Right. I want my so, macaroni like a cake, nigga. In conclusion, he said he like his macaroni like fat asses. All right, so in conclusion. GS wants you to watch Seaspiracy. Yeah, do it. Um, I like he, my macaroni. He like, like his macaroni like fat asses. And I want you to enjoy this video as we leave, guys. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys tuning in to episode 58 of Laid Back Ass Podcast. Uh, watch the video we just dropped. Ace Cabana, Figure the Kid, Cameron Tyler, Run It Up, official video on YouTube. You can check it out, share it, stream it. On your own time, tell your friends about it. And um, it's laid back ass podcast, and we some laid back ass niggas. Girl, rule boy, nasty on the beat. Bitch, if I crash, get another trip. I'm in my bag, I'ma fuck it up. It'll get bad if you fuck with us. Back to backpack, need another truck. When I talk cash, she'll open up. She'll fuck fast when I'm blowing up. You ain't gon' last, you ain't going up. That ain't no cash when you fold it up. Yeah, I learn fast, you don't know enough. Ay. Fuck a bird back, she don't own enough. Ay. Bro, her up fast, Glock going up. Ay. You ain't on that, niggas hoeing up. Ay. I ain't on cash, but I'm loading up. When I'm on top, niggas showing up. When I'm down bad, niggas fucking up. When you down bad, pick the money up. Baby, you know I can make it rain when it's sunny up. You know I ain't playing with the cash.
cash, cut the funny stuff. You know when you coming up. They don't wanna see you, but they love you when you running up. I'm toxic, but she know the money got her coming back. Say you hate the games I be playing, but you run it back. On a money run, getting paid, run a hundred laps, stacking money up. In my closet, a hundred racks. Team meeting green, baby, love the way I'm dressing. Focused on the goal, ain't no room for me to stress it. Niggas missing shots, it ain't worth it, me addressing. Look at me like a god, they can't wait for me to bless it. And I gotta make a move, baby, make it good, baby. Girl, I gotta make a bag, I'ma make it up It's a problem, I'ma see about it when I take it up If it ain't no room up in my pocket, I ain't making up, so you know I can tell you ain't the type to pick your mans up If you try to heat my nigga block, he pick the fans up Man, cause you ain't get a thousand views, I like get your fans up Nigga really got a hundred shoes and leave they fans stuff Swear this shit ain't none to me Bitch, they fuck me up, she had me questioning what love is Lick that nigga head with this candy, bitch, we wild up Swear that I ain't heard from them niggas in a while now I have been down bad, moved up and I ain't mad when I'm money up, nigga like fast, better run it up. City so cold, got a bundle of love. We'll take fast, you to run it up. When you down bad, get the money up. Nigga like fast, better run it up. City so cold, got a bundle of love. We'll take fast, you to run it up. When you down bad, get the money up. Nigga like fast, better run it up. City so cold, got a Got a bunch of